The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple A nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Get involved with the uh, Pat Gray Unleashed extravaganza today. If you uh, if you have a mind to, uh, we'd love to hear from you and about you. This uh, Harvey Weinstein situation continues to boil over. What's interesting about it to me right now is that every I mean, literally everybody in Hollywood knew this. All the big stars, the big actresses, the big actors, the producers, directors, and nobody put a stop to this. Nobody said, hey, uh, this guy's a real dirtbag and he's harming women. So how many women had to pay for their silence over the years? I don't know. Uh, Maybe there wouldn't have been any rapes. Gwyneth Paltrow has come out. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Heather Graham. Yeah, these are legitimate stars in Hollywood. And, you know, people would have listened to them. And apparently, it's interesting because Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie, both involved with Brad Pitt at one time or another, are are Jolie and Pitt divorced now? I keep the sure. you know as you walk into the checkout line and you're checking things out and you see the headlines screaming at you from the tabloids and you think, ah, oh, come on, yeah. So I don't know what to I'm believe. getting a thumb up that they are they are divorced. They are divorced. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you, so Brad Pitt was involved with both these women, and apparently he went to Harvey Weinstein on behalf of Gwyneth Paltrow when she was just 23 years ago. So, I mean, 23 years old. So this was about 20 years ago. And he told him he was going to give him a beatdown, a Missouri beatdown, if he ever did it again. Okay, well, why didn't you say something to somebody else when you knew that it was continuing to go on? Maybe not with Gwyneth Paltrow. But you don't care about other women? I thought these people were so sensitive and so concerned and all about women's rights. You thought wrong. I sure did. And where's the National Organization of Women on this thing? (laughs) (laughs) What is is the National Organization of Women about if not this? Well, they're about the leftist agenda instead. So just yet another example of how they're not about anything but uh, socialism. That that's what they're for. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um Heather Graham told Variety that she was in Weinstein's office in the early two thousands when the mogul said, I want to put you in one of my one of my movies. Uh and then he mentioned some kind of sexual agreement with his wife. Graham said all there other was although there was no explicit mention of a sex-for-work trade, he was certainly implying it. She says he mentioned that we that he had an agreement with his wife. He could sleep with whomever he wanted when he was out of town. <laughs> he, he seemingly acted like he was out of town all the time because he was always in the peninsula. Unless maybe he doesn't live in Hollywood. That's maybe why he we, lives in New York. I think that's why he was always using the hotel room. Is he from New York? Is that uh, where his home is? Maybe that's the, the deal. Uh, but... After, after Harvey Weinstein said to Heather Graham that he had an agreement with his wife, he could sleep with whoever he wanted when he was out of town, 
Her quote is, I walked out of the meeting feeling uneasy. <laughs> you felt uneasy? <laughs> it's just, yeah, these people are just amazing. She obviously said no, and she wound up never doing a movie for Harvey Weinstein. But uh, with everything that comes out, this thing gets worse and worse mm-hmm. for Hollywood. Their hypocrisy, deeper and deeper and more and more intense. Interestingly, Seth MacFarlane joked about another example of how long these guys have known about this. This was from the Academy Awards presentation in 2013. Seth MacFarlane and an actress are up announcing Best Actress, I think it was. And uh, here's what they said about Harvey Weinstein at the time. The 2012 nominees for Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role are Sally Field in Lincoln, Anne Hathaway in Les Miserables, Jackie Weaver in Silver Linings Playbook, Helen Hunt in The Sessions, and Amy Adams in The Master. Congratulations, you five ladies no longer have to pretend to be attracted to Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> wow. Now, we, they cut it off before the wild laughter and applause from the crowd because everybody knew what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And it's this inside Hollywood joke that they just continue to laugh about, look the other way. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's just Harvey. That's Harvey being Harvey. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, Tuesday, Ben Affleck posted this on his Facebook account. I am saddened and angry that a man who I worked with used his position of power to intimidate, sexually harass, and manipulate many women over decades. The additional allegations of assault that I read this morning made me sick. This is completely unacceptable, and I find myself asking what I can do to make sure this doesn't happen to others. You should have asked that question to yourself 20 years ago, Ben. We need to do better at protecting our sisters, friends, co-workers, and daughters. We must support those who come forward, condemn this type of behavior when we see it, and help ensure there are more women in positions of power. Uh, that's pathetic. Fortunately, actress Rose McGowan called him out on his hypocrisy because the guy knew, the guy knew in the late 90s, mid to late 90s, he knew what was uh, what was going on with Harvey Weinstein. So... Rose McGowan wrote at Ben Affleck, GD, gosh darn it, I told him to stop doing that. You said that to my face. The press conference I was made to go to after the assault, you lie. So apparently, Mm, mm. Ben Affleck told him to stop doing it years ago. And now he's wondering if they can do more to prevent this. Yeah, you can speak out when it happens. Pretty amazing. They, uh, they just, the Hollywood actors and actresses have absolutely no shame. No shame whatsoever. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It looks like Harvey Weinstein's wife is now leaving him. I, I, have we really gotten to the point in this country where a man can't sexually molest several dozen women or so, rape a few more, and then still expect his wife to be understanding about it all? <laughs> About his needs? Is that really where we are? <laughs> uh, so she's known the whole time too, apparently. 
and has chosen to do nothing. But now it's too much. Now because it's it's out there and everybody knows about her hypocrisy too because she's done nothing about it. So now she's outraged and disgusted. Everybody's outraged and disgusted now, but they certainly haven't been over the last several decades. Uh, also, we've got to get into this a little bit. Mandalay Bay is now saying that all, re- all the reports we gave you yesterday from the police in Las Vegas about the timeline for the shooting, they're saying they don't believe that's true. So why why would police be pumping the misinformation out there i just I, this is so bizarre that they don't know more than they do or if they do know more than they're telling us why aren't they telling us they just keep trying to throw us off the track it seems now yesterday originally the report was that the security guard for the hotel uh what's it got jesus campo that's right Ho- jesus campo uh, discovered the room, got shot in the leg by Paddock, went and got police. They came back, and then he turned his attention to them and fired 200 shots through the door, and that's when the carnage outside stopped. Well, yesterday it came out that Jose Campo was shot before the carnage against the country western uh, audience, before it even started, mm-hmm. like six minutes before. Well, then... I mean, there was plenty of time to get into his room because Campo went and got police. They came back up there and for some reason allowed the shots to go on. Then today, the Mandalay Mandalay Bay officials are disputing that. And they're saying that isn't the correct timeline. With all the, the video monitoring we have, with all the technology we have, with all the footage, cell phones, and all... All the technology that's at our disposal. How is it possible we don't know more about this situation? It's not adding up yet. Not at all. That's for sure. And it just gives you this kind of strange feeling that just something weird. That we're not being told everything that is known, which may very well be true. Yeah, it might. But you might want to give us a little bit. You might want to give us the same story so that the conspiracy theories don't take root. Well, yeah, why aren't the police working with the Mandalay Bay officials? And kind of corroborating their stories here and the timeline and what exactly took place. And if you don't know his motive, that's fine. But you should at least be together on the timeline when this guy was shot. Those things are absolutely discernible. You can find that out pretty easily. But I think uh, somebody's embarrassed by their performance here. Maybe, Maybe the hotel security guards are embarrassed. They didn't stop it. And police are concerned that people are going to think they didn't stop it in time. And I, I kind of think they didn't stop it in time. It was an hour and a half or more. Something like uh, 97 minutes before they breached the hotel room door and found him dead. So how long had he been dead? And it, did he kill himself uh, 10 minutes into the shooting? And that's why there was no more shooting? I don't know. Maybe we'll never know. Uh, what the situation is there. It'd be interesting to go back and listen to that audio and really amplify it and see if after you hear the shots from the uh, room down into the crowd, if you hear everything get quiet and then hear one shot from the handgun. Yeah. The revolver that was laying next to his head. And and it's kind of interesting because you seemed surprised yesterday when I was talking about the, the fact that he died 
there was a report that that was accidental, that police believed he didn't kill himself on purpose, that maybe while he was carrying around the weapons, something discharged and killed him. But your impression is that he used a handgun and did it on purpose. Yeah, right? if if you want to, the images are available online from inside the hotel room. And Yeah, uh, I've only seen the blurred out ones that don't show his body. Right. Um, I would say probably, I don't know, about two to three feet away from him. So he's laying on the floor of the hotel room. Um, it's obvious that he's dead. There's blood all around. And there's a handgun nearby. And there's a revolver about two or three feet behind him laying Mm. next to his head. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, the confusion continues. Triple eight, 933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed will continue as well. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi. 888-900-3393. Man, I love autumn. And especially when it feels like autumn because it's so rare in Dallas, mm. Texas, or certainly in Houston, Texas, where I lived for eight years. It You never really have autumn. Mm-hmm. You have hot, hot summer. Then you have a hot autumn and then it's winter for three days, and then it's back to hot again. It's just like, stop. Hey, Pat. Yes. I hate to ruin the fun because I'm of the same mindset as you. However, I would like to uh, show to you uh, the upcoming forecast here I for know. I've already, our area. I've already seen that. Yeah, so enjoy fall for the next couple hours. Yes. I. You know, yesterday, the high, I think, was 72, which is unbelievable. Uh-huh. Here. So great. And it, just these nice, crisp mornings where it's mm-hmm. in the mid-50s. I got a 47 at my so place. So great. It yeah. was 52 when I left home. Yeah. 52 just was so... <laughs> and then today, it's going to be, what, 75? Yeah. But tomorrow, it's back into the 90s. Yeah, 93 by Friday. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Enjoy. Happy fall. Oh, and I suppose on Halloween, it'll be blisteringly hot. Oh, and then the kids go walking around sweating through their costumes. <laughs> I hate it. I do too. I've told the story before. When we first moved to Texas, we, we lived in Houston where it's hot and humid uh, all the time. All the time. Relentlessly hot and humid. No, there's two days in January. Yes, that two are days. humid, but they're hot. <laughs> yeah. <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so on Halloween, it was... 90 degrees at 7 o'clock at night when all the kids were, were going to go trick-or-treating. So we turned down the air conditioning <laughs> to about 12 degrees in our house and turned on the fireplace and pretended it was it. cold outside. That's all you can do sometimes here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Anyway, it's great to have uh, a little bit of relief from that. Of course, people up north have already had snow, so they're probably not a, not very excited about the uh, coolness infiltrating their area we've been talking about um, a couple of things this harvey weinstein thing is just amazing in that it's showing these hollywood leftists who for who they really are and then the timeline in the las vegas shooting keeps changing and i i don't understand it i don't know why seems like we should know definitively by now at least the timeline and how it progressed but still, that's being disputed. Uh, Elizabeth, hi, you're on the blaze. 
Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question or a comment or something about the um, Las Vegas the security guard. Yeah. Because there, it's several things not making sense to me. Okay, so um, apparently there were, you know, there was a six minutes for one thing. Yes. Okay. Well, the dispute is whether he, whether the security guard was shot six minutes before the main shooting began, or whether it happened after the shooting yeah. began. And I, I guess either way. Um, and also, okay, so apparently he was going up because there was a report about an open door, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they actually, if there actually was an open door or not. He was not carrying a gun. Right. Um, there was no communication that he had with anyone else in, you know, in that department. There were 200 shots fired, um, you know, into the hallway, mm-hmm. and he just had one leg wound. And I guess what, I mean, is, are, is there anything, are the authorities in any way checking into his background to see if he had any previous contacts with the shooter I mean, I don't want to start a conspiracy theory yeah. or anything, but it just, well, the whole thing around the security guard seems really weird. It does seem strange. And, you know, I appreciate the call. Thanks, Elizabeth. We don't want to start any wild conspiracy theories, but this one lends itself to conspiracy theories because it doesn't make any sense yet. We, we don't, and we may not fully understand how this happened or why, and the exact, uh, the exact, timeline of everything that unfolded uh let's go to bridget hi you're on the blaze hey i have a theory i know you don't want conspiracy theories but i have a theory okay i think the the security guard was or i mean the shooter was doing a dry run for what and when this and when the security guard came and and knocked on the door or whatever the shooter knew that he was caught Okay. And so he opened fire, and he decided he had to go for it. That's not a bad theory, actually. Maybe because he was. Did he, he go to a bunch of different other rooms, you know, at different venues, different, and and was kind of like doing dry runs to begin with. Yes, he had booked several hotels, uh, Chicago, and other hotels in Las Vegas for uh, that were seemingly near other events that he was maybe checking out so the dry run thing that does kind of make sense so you're saying he was preparing for what then i don't know no theory on that no i have no theory i don't i don't know what his beliefs are or his you know i mean yeah nobody does what's his ultimate target i don't know yeah well that actually that's that's pretty good thinking bridget appreciate the call because the security guard forced his hand because he had to shoot him and now he just went through with it. Do you, you think that he would know, put maybe. the camera in the hallway, though, if he's doing a dry run? I don't Plus, know. he had barricaded the stairwells, they yeah. said. I mean, this guy, for no military experience, no experience in warlike strategy, but certainly did a lot of things that lead you to believe he had experience here, in strategy. Here's what I'm trying to, to figure out based on that theory of it being a dry run. And I have yet to uh, figure this out. Um, I don't know if Google hates me today or what, but um, I'm trying to find out if there were other concerts coming up right after that. If anybody knows that, that would be helpful because perhaps he was mm-hmm. getting in place for, you know, for something else. Something else. Uh, but I'm just not finding a good list here online yet. Yeah, there's a couple theories on why he booked the Chicago hotel and then didn't show up. And 
some people think it's it's because his girlfriend was still in town and he didn't want her to be when he did this. And so then he got her the ticket to the Philippines, sent her away, and then maybe he felt free to go ahead and, and do what he was going to do. Mm. I don't know. And then you still have ISIS claiming that he converted six months ago. Mm-hmm. But I've seen... And apparently, if they have evidence of that, they're certainly not saying. And what about the lady beforehand screaming at the at the crowd? Ex- that's really strange. There's just so much here to Did she latch actually, onto. Actually, have knowledge, or was it a coincidence? Right. Some people would tell you, including Glenn Beck, there are no coincidences. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. I like that. But I think it's just a coincidence that he said oh, that. Never mind. I don't. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Something else I want to get into into today because uh, this is absolutely priceless. The coral reef in Australia being destroyed by climate change. We'll get into that coming up. Uh, Jacqueline, hi, you're on the blaze. Hi. Um, so I just wanted to comment on the Harvey Weinstein um, and that sexual assault takes on many different forms. And there seems to be, um, you know, a kind of a blind eye towards towards the the degree uh if it's you know if it's not a rape if it's not a violent sexual attack then you know then people are willing to dismiss it as oh you know locker room talk or whatever and uh, my second comment was just that there's um you know there's an atmosphere on twitter that are regarding seth mcfarland and these different men who are you know that are addressing this and they're calling them brave and it's just, Brave. it's just astounding. Yeah, oh. I've, I've spoken to a couple of people that said oh Seth MacFarlane was brave for his for his joke about women being sexually harassed or you know assaulted by Harvey Weinstein, and it's just it's mind boggling. It just blows my mind that that we have the audacity in our society to you know take a stand that some forms of assault are more okay than others, and that these men making jokes about it are brave. Because they're bringing awareness to it. That's just madness. Astounding. Yeah, it is. It is. It is maddening. Yeah. Thanks, Jacqueline. Appreciate it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and of course the calls for uh, repeal of the Second Amendment have actually begun. Michael Moore just outright saying it's time to repeal the Second Amendment, and he's got an alternative already written out, which is ludicrous. (laughs) Uh, And then there's Nicole Wallace, who is a an NBC reporter. Mm. What she said yesterday is absolutely mind-boggling. Uh, take a look. This is Nicole Wallace from NBC. You know, I, I mentioned to you, too, that, that a conservative wrote a piece last week that got a lot of attention about maybe opening up the conversation about the Second Amendment. His name's Brett Stevens, and he right. said that the intellectually honest way to have this debate is to say that, that this, isn't what, this isn't what was intended, that we are an mm. armed population. This was a right to bear arms against foreign militias. Look, there's no doubt that I think the Second Amendment decision (laughs) ought to be looked at, but we also have to look at the decision itself. The NRA tries to characterize it as an absolute right. But Rehnquist went out of his way in writing that decision that says that it's Actually, the Second Amendment is subject to reasonable regulation, like a background check, like making sure Which that domestic abusers can't get their hands on guns, like making sure that people who have been committed to uh-huh. mental hospitals involuntarily shouldn't be able to get their hands on guns. Right. Uh, I love it when these progressives start talking about the need for an honest intellectual discussion 
And then they just <laughs> vomit out the dumbest, least honest, least informed nonsense that's humanly possible. The Second Amendment reads a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It says nothing about foreign powers. And in fact, if you ever read anything from the founders, you will understand their intent was not foreign. Their intent was domestic. They wanted to protect against an oppressive government. Because that's what they were experiencing. Oh, these people. <laughs> Did you go to school? That's the problem. Yes. Yeah, and maybe that, yeah. <laughs> Did you go? Did you listen? Or did you skip that whole semester of U.S. history? 888 Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. What a coincidence. Huh. I just happened to be at a show where they needed a Pat Gray, and here I am. That is, that huh. actually, actually, that's that's amazing. You know what that's akin to? That's akin to a guy named Lou Gehrig actually contracting Lou Gehrig's disease. Same same kind of deal. Again. Amazing coincidence. Wow. Stunning, quite <laughs> frankly. I, I don't, there's no words. 888 uh, it's Pat Gray. We're talking about the weird timelines, the different timelines from the Mandalay Bay people uh, and the police. And what's going on with that? How do we not know by now with all the technology at our disposal? Uh, and then, of course, the call for gun control. And actually, some people are taking off their mask completely and just saying, yeah, it's time to repeal the Second Amendment. It's old. It's ancient. It's outdated. It, does, it, it doesn't have any relevance to our time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa in Alabama, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, Pat. How you doing? Doing good. Um, I have a question. Uh, mm-hmm. My husband and I were wondering from the very beginning of this, if supposedly he had some help and if it was an inside job. Now, with the timeline being messed up with the security guard and uh, him being able to be shot at 200 times and only being hit in the leg, mm-hmm. it kind of makes me wonder if maybe the security guard was like his his help, somebody that helped him. Yeah, you you would think that they would have looked into that, and uh, if they suspect that, they're certainly not saying it. But uh, yeah, I appreciate it, Lisa. That's the problem with this timeline. It just kind of casts suspicion on everything on the on the entire story that we've been hearing. Sean in Utah, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hello, Pat. Love you to death, man. Thank you. Um. I'm wondering if we knew the answers, the whole timeline, if you knew exactly what happened in every minute in that hour and a half, where would we be now? What, wouldn't we just, we'd still be wondering about the dead people, the ones that got killed. Yes. This timeline crap is just egging all this conspiracy crap on. Let's worry about what happened to the people. Yeah, and we have, and, and, and we have, but it's just that... People like to kind of try to understand how this took place and why oh, this took crazy, place. A crazy man 
out and got some guns and nobody noticed and he killed a bunch of people. I mean, I'm the biggest left, or not left, excuse me, right wing Second Amendment dude there is out there. Mm -hmm. But a, a crazy guy got some guns. A crazy guy got 20 knives and ran into a, a nightclub and stabbed 30 people. Yeah. A crazy guy got a hold of some poison and poisoned 30 people in a warehouse. I mean, key thing here, crazy. They are, but we're not positive that's the case here. We, we don't know that that's, I mean, with ISIS claiming responsibility for this, uh, we, I think oh, that's why, something there. Okay, that's why some, you know, that's why we want resolution to it, to figure out what happened. Maybe we can avoid it. Maybe we can find conspirators. That's why I, to me, appreciate the call, Sean. And I, I agree. You don't want to start throwing conspiracy theories out there because that's not helpful. But I would like to ask Sean, um, he said he's a big second amendment guy mm. and it's a very real threat right now with tension so high in general in America, but this happens that you're going to lose some of your rights to own mm-hmm. weapons. Uh, I mean, this is this is a very real threat right now. So wouldn't you want to know exactly what happened, exactly what's going well, on, I do. if it that's is why terrorism, I do. instead of just saying, you know what, we shouldn't have guns, because look what can happen. Yeah. I mean, that's... A, that's well, and that's, that's what the left wants to do. That's how they want to tie a big bow on this, by saying, yeah, we're going to take guns away. And you can't do this. Don't we always make the mistake of not speaking up Mm-hmm. And then by the time we do, it's too late and we've lost rights or some crazy thing has happened to society that we're not going to be able to get back. I want to go ahead and explore every single possibility with this timeline and what could be connected to it before I just willfully mm-hmm. hand over a, a guaranteed right in the Constitution. Just a thought. 888 uh, Mikey in Kentucky, you're on the blaze. Pat, I have two theories. Okay. The person helping the guy was the man from the grassy knoll. <laughs> okay. And the reason for the shooting was there were people from Hillary's email team in the crowd that needed to be cleaned up. <laughs> you know, there's probably people that are going to believe that now that you put that out there. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Mikey. Someone's typing away a new conspiracy <laughs> right now. Uh, actually, authorities still say the guy had no help. They still insist that he did everything on his own. And uh, maybe he did. I don't know. But maybe that's why they're just trying to manipulate this timeline thing because they found out something that they don't want us to know that they're trying to keep from us. Hmm. I don't know what that would be, honestly. I, 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 don't, I have no idea what that would be. Un- I- unless they're just, they don't want people pissed off again at the Muslim extremists. And they don't have any confidence in us because every time something happens <laughs> yeah. with extremism, it's like, oh, don't take this out on all Muslims. We don't. We know that. We're reasonable human beings. Americans don't conduct themselves that way. I mean, even after 9-11, where 3,000 people were murdered by Muslim extremists, did we turn on the Muslim population in this country? Not to my knowledge. And... A lot of the reports that we've heard lately of Muslims being discriminated against or beaten because of their uh, of their being Islamic, a lot of those have turned out to be frauds. A lot of them have just flat out made up these stories. So I think we have to, I, I think we need some, I think first of all, we deserve some answers and we have to have some answers. And why we don't have them at this point is just really baffling to me. Yeah, and I thought early on, I thought the sheriff said, 
we don't see how it wasn't possible. You know, I thought yeah, he, he didn't said think it has the, to be multiple people. He said the guy would have to be superhuman. Yeah, to do that's this. right. Yeah, yeah. Police don't seem to agree with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I wasn't there. I I'm not uh, a criminal expert. It's it's really tough to say. Um, and a little story here about the coral reef in Australia, mm. which is um, pretty interesting. The clownfish, of course, clownfish are the fish from Finding Nemo, right? Those right. those are clownfish. Yep, yep. Um, they don't murder little kids, though, do they? Not, not yet. Okay. But the global warming could drive them insane to okay. where they start doing that. Turn into spiders. And they also might be harder to find because mm. global warming, according to a new study published on Tuesday. Of While coral bleaching is a well-known result of unusually warm ocean water, it turns out that sea anemones can also be bleached, which in turn affects the clownfish that live in and around the anemones. In fact, say anemones five times fast. See if it works out for you. In fact, the fish show much higher stress levels and a dramatic decrease in offspring. Do we really know the stress level of fish? Oh, yeah. They start turning gray. (laughs) They need need more coffee. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, them clownfish. When their home sea anemones are bleached in warmer waters, they tend to get stressed out. (laughs) <laughs> wait, really? wait, wait, Are they Repeat that worried that? about the anemones? Ble- wait, what was that line again? In fact, the fish show much higher stress levels and a dramatic decrease in offspring, offspring mm-hmm. as much as 73% less when their home sea anemones are bleached in warmer waters. I'm going to be pissed <laughs> off if you bleach my home too. I'm going to be stressed. While no effects on adult anemone survival were observed, the effects of bleaching on reproduction and population demography were likely even greater than demonstrated here. Okay, Clearly, I'm missing something here. This is an interesting article, and it's all about how, first of all, the clownfish are going away because of global warming. Secondly, the coral reef is dying because of global warming. And thirdly, the sea anemones are being bleached and it's causing stress to the wildlife around them. You think? <laughs> I mean, what? But when you go to that website where I found this story, there's also a video there. Okay. And the article makes zero mention of this. See those little white spheres in this coral? Those are eggs, and they're a pretty big deal because scientists say there are signs that Australia's Great Barrier Reef may be coming back to life. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? On the same website. On the same website, in the same story, they mention that the, there's good signs now that the Great Coral Reef is coming back to life. Uh-huh. That it's healing. Well, that's where they don't pour the bleach, those areas. No, it's where they've already been bleached. Okay. And now they're coming back. See, according to the Daily Mail, the corals of the Great Barrier Reef have undergone two successive bleaching events. Okay. Once in 2016 yes. and this once year. earlier this year. Earlier this coral year. bleaching is a process where coral okay. lose essential algae and Listen turn white due to ocean temperatures. Okay. Corals can recover if the temperature drop, but severely bleached corals die. Okay. They can come back if the ocean temperature drops enough, which is obviously happening because they're seeing signs that the coral reef is coming back. 
Bizarre. This raised experts' uh. concerns about the ability for reefs to survive under global warming-induced events. Okay. But a coral reef but. survey in September showed these little eggs and new hope for the reefs. The researchers still need to <laughs> analyze the data, but say they have observed significant recovery. Significant recovery in the coral reef. And yet, the article... So if you don't click on the video, you know nothing of that. Right. Because the article is all about how the coral reef is dying and the bleaching continues to occur. And uh, it's because of global warming that we're losing fish and we're losing the coral reef. So dishonest. Such lies. So regardless of what caused the damage to the coral reef and the stressed out fish and mm-hmm. anemones and all that stuff. Just, just, just let's not argue about what caused that. Are you telling me that nature is healing itself? How could yes, that be? I'm telling you, yes. I don't understand. No, yes. that doesn't compute. I know it doesn't. It doesn't. Certainly doesn't to the leftist. To me, makes perfect sense because God created a planet that's pretty durable. He didn't create a planet that it was going to cave into itself as soon as humans developed technology. He knew. It's not a surprise to him that we develop technology. He inspired us to do it. So he knew it was going to happen all along. It has happened. And he created the planet to act accordingly. Now, are we supposed to be good stewards? Are we supposed to do what we can to take care of the earth? Of course. Of course. I don't think you'd find anybody who disagrees with that. Except an eco-terrorist. Oh. Like ExxonMobil. Yeah. So so we do what we can, but also just the development of our society is not enough to kill this planet. It's just not. Right. It's resilient. It repairs itself. Re- remember the ozone thing when the spray aerosol cans were going to we're going to destroy all of the ozone. There was holes all over the place. Hmm. Now those have repaired. Now you never hear about the ozone. They had to move on to climate change. Right. How about the days long how long did the oil leak go on in the gulf where obama was trying to figure out whose ass to kick remember that <laughs> yes and like yes the the uh, bp you spill. you use the word resilient it's resilient this planet can take care of whatever mess do, up do you we remember have. the the aerial pictures of that huge oil slick and it had traveled way out into the ocean what happened to that uh it was taken care of by the sea the no. sea broke it up. No, it was taken care of by a, probably a stimulus package or a make-work <laughs> yeah, no, program really wasn't. or something. It was taken care of by the earth itself. You know, the, the ocean has oil leaks every minute of every day. It seeps what? up through the through the uh, floor of the ocean. What would you call those, Pat? Maybe leakages? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you might call them leakages. But this is a, a planet that can repair itself, that that is durable, that can take a, a little bit of man's punishment and again yes we should do all we can to ensure that we're not purposely trying to hurt the earth but it's silly how fragile they believe it is triple eight let me tell you about uh, my patriot supply uh because when the sea anemones and the clownfish go away what are you gonna do i mean well probably that probably won't matter much because I never eat sea anemones, and I never eat clownfish. Hmm. Don't knock it till you try it. I haven't Just tried saying. it yet, so I'll, yeah. I'm not saying you're a bad person if you do, uh, but I'm saying that there are certain things you need to prepare for, and we've seen that in Houston, saw it in Florida. Uh, certainly, they saw it in Asia. 
with the 40 million people displaced by floods. Mm. We're seeing it in the, in the Northwest with the, with the fire situation. Jeez, I mean, there's all kinds of calamities going on right now. You want to be able to ensure your family's safety and well-being, and you can do that by preparing with My Patriot Supply, the most trusted emergency food storage provider in the country. That's why I trust them with my family's backup plan, and you can too. Right now, they've got a great deal. If you want to just get your feet wet, this is the way to do it. A 102-serving survival food kit for less than a dollar per serving. Call them at 888-411-5293, 888-411-5293, or just go online and order at preparewithpat.com. That's preparewithpat.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being here with us. 888-933-93. Got more on this uh, global warming situation, but we're also talking about the uh, some of the discrepancies in the Las Vegas shooting and trying to make some sense of that. Roy in Idaho, you're on the Blaze. Hi. Yes. Hello? Yeah. Hi. Hey, how you doing, Pat? Good. Uh, I have, there's one thing that I haven't heard anybody address about the ISIS connection. Mm-hmm. And as I understand it, suicide is anathema to Islam. Uh-huh. You don't go to heaven. You don't get your 72 virgins. You know, it's like... Right. Uh, but, you know, I think that going to a strip club the night before you commit your jihad is against the Quran, too. And still, sometimes they ignore that. Yeah. You well, know? So I, I don't know. And there's also the theory from the police that I read last week and really haven't read it since that he might have done that accidentally while carrying guns around one of them discharged and killed him and maybe he didn't mean to but they they have that in mind because he seemed to have planned some escape routes and seemed to wanted seemed to have uh maybe been planning to leave uh Uh, thanks for the call roy appreciate it larry in arkansas hi you're on the blaze uh how you doing today i uh uh i watched fox news sunday with chris wallace and uh he had Steve Wynn on there about, uh, you know, uh, all the different things that he had done to ensure protection of the, their hotels there. And, and uh, he kind of blurted out that the guy used the freight elevator to to get all that stuff up to his room. And uh, hmm. if that, and then Chris tried to, you know, hone down on that. And uh, uh, he kind of switched and said, well, you know, it, if if he had been in one of our hotels, anybody, any guest that would go more than 12 hours without any kind of contact with housekeeping or room service or, or you know, somebody laying eyes on him, they would think that he might be sick or something, and that would throw a red flag that they need to investigate. And um, what my thinking is is that, uh, you know, all these hotel managers and owners and things, they all talk among each other. Mm-hmm. And he kind of let it slip out that um, uh, the guy had access to a freight elevator, which kind of would lead me to believe that he had a little inside help 
Because you just don't normally get into a hotel, especially one like that, yeah. and get into that area where you use a freight elevator. Right. Uh, I didn't see that particular interview. We'll have to look for that because that, that is interesting. Um, appreciate the call. Thanks, Larry. I haven't seen, uh, haven't seen that from Steve Wynn. Uh, and maybe they don't conduct them, you know, their business at every hotel the way he does. I don't know. It's hard to say. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is Pat Gray Unleashed, and uh, we do have this global warming situation to deal with because uh, today is a beautiful day in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, and I think that's due to global warming. Uh, the coral reefs are also being bleached there was a big bleaching event last year and one at the beginning of this year and yet the scientists are saying that there's significant signs that it's on its way back which brings us to al gore's movie which nobody went to uh and the first one where none of his claims came true and he made a bunch of them uh, and he's been asked about... Now, before the se- the sequel came out, Gore was asked about some of the predictions of the first movie. The movie didn't get everything right. Ten years later, there's still snow on Mount Kilimanjaro. No. Oh. And a warming what? ocean has not spawned a major hurricane that's hit the U.S. Obviously, that was before the major hurricanes that hit the U.S. this year. But there was 12 years before that happened. As his critics gleefully point out. Uh-huh. Why do you think you're a lightning rod? It's Isn't that interesting? Is she mentions the inaccuracies in the first movie. Right. But then doesn't ask him about him. No. She goes to... Flips Isn't it. that interesting that you're a lightning rod? Why did you ask him about his, his fables, the fairy tales uh. he told in his movie? It, aggravating. Not unusual to see it's, attack. It's not unusual. No, I want to hear Al Gore sing. To be in love. There we go. With anyone. There we go. It's not unusual... To see me cry. I saw on a messenger by people who don't like the message. I don't own a private plane. My house runs on 100% renewable uh, energy. Uh, that's a new thing. Uh, his new house <laughs> might run on 100% on renewable energy. But the one he has in uh, Tennessee certainly does not. No. And there was that, cir- that uh, email circulating that compared George Bush's house in Crawford to his house in Tennessee, and he was using something like tw- twenty times right. the energy yeah, of the average person. But but uh, look, this is rough envelope math, okay? Here, mm-hmm. but if you sell a television network, right? Mm. Do you think that there's enough money that you could, if you're such a big believer in saving the planet, that you could retrofit your house? If you, if you really <laughs> yeah, wanted to, sh- just might be, be able to, right? Should be, especially when you sold it for $500 million. Huh. Uh, and he got $100 million of that. I do walk the walk. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. God, shut up. I do walk the walk and talk the talk, at least in public and uh, for show, of course. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable what this guy gets away with. Mm-hmm. And we've sent him this week, right? We, yep. we sent him an invitation to come on the air, yep. which he won't do. He won't, he, won't take, he won't take us up on that. Right, but just so everybody knows, I reached out to the production company that um, distributed his last movie, and it didn't just get lost in some crazy email that nobody ever checks, like a spam folder or something. I was actually given the address, a specific address, of where to make that request. 
So they have my email in-house. So now we're just waiting for them to take us up on our offer, and we'll just uh, make that happen. <laughs> so uh, they, they absolutely know that they've been invited onto this program. We just won't hold our breath in the meantime. 888 uh, Still more uh, to show you on this uh, Al Gore situation. Also, the Las Vegas timeline. Try to make sense of that. Keep you up updated on the latest information there. And what is happening with ISIS in Iraq? You might be kind of surprised. Some good news on that front. Coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You ever have one of those uh, Jeffy days where your mind just won't engage all the way? Uh, that would probably be me every day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's def- definitely one of those days. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So when he gets here, oh. you can imagine. Uh, you don't want to miss it. It, it could I, be ugly. It I, could be seriously ugly. I'm looking forward to uh, going down memory lane. Uh, restaurants that are defunct. That's oh, is that what he's fun. talking about yeah, today? Yeah, so that'll be good. When we chew the fat with Jeffy, uh, we'll be talking about defunct restaurants. Like Bennigan's, that kind of thing? I haven't seen the list. Okay. I don't know, but probably, yeah. All righty. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about uh, the shooting timeline in Las Vegas, trying to make some sense of that. There's also the global warming thing, because I, I've, I read across this story yesterday about the coral reef. And the story was all about how climate change, global warming, is killing the beautiful, great reef in Australia. Because when the ocean gets unusually warm, and really, I don't know that it even is, but when the the ocean warms too much... It bleaches the reef, and that kills it. Okay. We've been hearing about that for years. Well, scientists are now saying that the coral reef, the great reef in Australia, is showing significant signs of making a comeback. It's coming back to life. Can't be. How can it be? Because we've been told all of these calamities are coming, and there's just nothing we can do about it except spend $90 trillion to fix it with a lot of that money going into the pocket of Al Gore, mm-hmm. who continues to make some of the most bizarre claims ever made. In 2006, you made the following comments as part of your publicity for the, the movie. You said, unless we took, quote, drastic measures, the world would reach a point of no return within 10 years, and you called it a true mm-hmm. planetary emergency. We're 11 years later. No. Weren't no. you wrong? Well- That's great. And of course, he's not going to say... Well, yes, uh, you're absolutely right, Mr. Wallace. I was wrong because that hurts his pocketbook. He's not going to do that. Well, we have seen a, a decline in emissions for the fir- on a global basis. For the first time, they've stabilized and started to decline. So- okay, that's interesting because, again, they have it both ways. Hmm. First, they say things are getting worse and we haven't done a- nearly enough to mm-hmm. change anything. Now he's saying... Mm-hmm. 
okay, the changes we've made already have helped. <laughs> which which is it? Some of the responses of the last 10 years have helped. No, they but, haven't. But uh, unfortunately and regrettably, a lot of serious damage has been done. Greenland, for example, Greenland. is losing one cubic kilometer of ice every single day. By the way, that's in complete dispute. Complete dispute. Because while it loses ice in some areas, it gains it in other areas. And in fact, there's an overall net gain of ice in Greenland. I went down to Miami and saw fish from the ocean. I love this. <laughs> Listen carefully to what he what happened to him when he went down to Miami. Swimming in the streets Whoa. on a sunny day. <laughs> I thought fish swimming in the streets on a sunny day in Miami, Florida. The Creedence. same thing was true in Honolulu just two days ago, just from high tides because of the wow. sea level rise now. Wait, no, we are going to suffer rise. some of these consequences, but we can limit and Unreal. avoid the most catastrophic consequences if we accelerate the pace of change that's now beginning. Such an incredible liar. Wow. Such an incredible liar. I would love, if he would come on I would devote the entire show. That's what I offered. To going back and forth. All three hours. To All three us. hours. Just let's go over this oh. step by step. Wait, was there a Credence Clearwater Revival song back there somewhere? Like, I want to know if you've ever seen the fish swimming down the street on a sunny day. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> then, of course, he's such a hypocrite. He sold his company, Current TV, to Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera, which is a... Middle Eastern country that is based in fossil fuels. They get all of their money really from oil. So wasn't there some hypocrisy there? He, he tries to explain his way out of that. Okay. Was that always just an investment to you? I, maybe I was naive. Oh, no, no. I thought oh, it was no, something no, that you had no, an Matt. ideological <laughs> interest in. So why did it come become just an investment at the end? Well, it, well, it, it didn't. It uh, didn't. But I, I'm proud of what my partner Joel Hyde and I did with Current TV. Because on some nights, this nationwide broadcast had up to 15,000 viewers. Wow. <laughs> Which is about the same as they get on a nightly basis at three in the morning in Pocatello, Idaho. We won every major award in television journalism. Uh, I'm really proud of it. As an independent uh -huh. network, the only independent news and information network, we found it difficult to compete in this age of conglomerates. Mm. Uh, and I'm very pleased that Al Jazeera has established itself oh, yeah. as a, a really respected news gathering network. And yet he is that amazing? Al Jazeera has, has separated itself as a, a really respected television news network. Uh, no, they haven't. They didn't. They haven't. In fact, they're debunked now. They're out of business in America. Even as you sold to Al Jazeera, you Jeez. in the book blast good, other Matt. television news programs saying this. Virtually every news and political commentary program on television is sponsored in part by oil, coal, and gas companies. Not Great. just during campaign <laughs> seasons. This is actually a pretty good interview. Yeah. By, by Matt Lauer. I'd forgotten how he kind of held his feet to the fire a little bit. But all the time, year in and year out, with messages designed to soothe and reassure the audience that everything mm -hmm. is fine, the global environment is not threatened. And the critics jumped. Mm. And they said, here's the guy who yeah. just sold current TV to Al Jazeera, which gets yeah. an undetermined right. amount of funding from the country of Qatar, which gets its money from oil reserves. Isn't there a contradiction in that? Yes. I certainly understand that <laughs> criticism. I disagree with it. Yeah, how can you disagree with it? Because I think Al Jazeera has uh -huh. obviously long since established itself this as is a really distinguished 
uh, an effective news gathering organization. And by the way, <laughs> no, its really climate haven't. coverage has been far more extensive and extensive. of high quality but than if they any get of the networks. Funding from a country that has that it's bases its wealth you, on fossil fuels, and fossil fuels are the enemy you target in climate change. Yeah. Isn't there a bit of hypocrisy in that? Uh, well, I get the criticism. <laughs> I just disagree with it because this network uh, has established itself. It's objective. It it's won major awards in countries around. He's uh, again, he's avoiding right. Lauer's point here. The point isn't whether they're respected. We all know they're not. And you can talk till you're blue in the face, Al, trying to make them out to be a respected news agency. They're owned by by the Qatar government. Mm. They're owned by the government, which really, for the most part, is an enemy to the United States. They're not respected. They're not independent. They get all their funding and all their money from the government of Qatar, which is an oil regime. But that's not even the point. The point is, hey, didn't you sell out to oil? And he won't address that. In the world and its climate coverage, as I said a moment yeah, again, ago, not has the been point, outstanding Al. and extensive. Let me just end with another headline. You're on the mm. board of Apple. Yeah. All right, the company's yeah. going through some very difficult times. The stock is falling. Mm. It's dropped below the market cap of Exxon Mobil. Are you worried as a board member about the future of Apple? Oh, I, I think it's a fantastic company. You, you know, of all Steve Jobs' uh, creations, uh, the iPhone, uh, the Mac, the iPad, etc., his mm. greatest was Apple itself. Tim Cook's doing a fantastic job, the executive team and the employees he there. He can carry this company to the Absol future? Absolutely. So interesting. Uh, because he made $125 million on the sale to Al Jazeera, Al Jazeera is great. Al Jazeera is wonderful. Their coverage is tremendous. He didn't sell out <laughs> to an oil company. To an oil country and an oil company. It's that, beautiful. The hypocrisy is just, it's sublime. And there's no way around it. Except he does find a way around it by continually babbling that they've changed their ways and they've become a legitimate news source. Nothing could be further from the truth. 888 And, of course, uh, we could talk about that. We could talk about the, uh, the situation in Las Vegas. Let's go to TJ in Texas. Hey, TJ, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, how are you today? Doing good. Hey, I just wanted to uh, throw something out there uh, that I don't think I've heard anybody say thus far. There's a lot of question as to the number of guns that he had, the fact that the hallways and the stairwells were barricaded, he had explosives in his car, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times in a military action, you have an acronym called PACE, P-A-C-E. Primary, alternate, contingency, emergency. So while all of those things, they're related in that they're different facets of what was probably his approach, so they're interconnected, but they're not dependent upon one another. Mm -hmm. But he didn't necessarily need the explosives in the car to dovetail with the rifles on the 32nd floor. Does that make sense? Yes. So I just wanted to put that out there. It might actually help make more sense of what's, you know, of all these different pieces of information Rather than trying to make everything fall into line to fit one narrative, yeah, think of three or four narratives that each one of those is its own individual thing. And and isn't that part of the reason that they think he was he was trying to escape because he might have uh, been planning to use those explosives somewhere else after this event? 
Well, I mean, that's entirely possible. But also yeah. think about a guy that's deranged enough to bring that many weapons into a casino. Mm. I have no trouble believing that he offed himself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I appreciate the call. Thanks, TJ. And we may, we may never know definitively what happened there because there was no note. That's another reason that they were kind of thinking maybe it's not a suicide because usually they leave something behind. Ian in New York, you're on the blaze. Hi. Yeah, I'd like to just debunk the global warming and give you a what if. Uh, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, there was 100 feet of ice where I'm standing now. Woolly mammoths once roamed in no, right on Long Island, two ice ages. It's a lot warmer now, thank goodness. Things are cyclical. Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, those fish you can't find north of South Carolina. So it's just cyclical, under sail power. No fossil fuels, no cow farts. We didn't have cows in America yet. So this is just, and now what if? What if we all go back to living like the Amish, with China every 10 days having a coal factory in India? You know what would happen? We'll be overthrown because it's bad enough. We're relying on the cosmonauts to get into space with Russia. Maybe, maybe China will sell us some tanks and bullets because you need industry. Just like Ford and everybody switched over in World War II to making something for the, for the service, for the boys, whether it's a boat some per- personnel carrier, a Jeep, whatever it was. That's, you need industry. Without that, you can call us Russia or China. Or, or I'll tell you what, uh, Cuba could probably run over you without industry. So mm-hmm. that's the what if. So if just get shorter shorts and if global warming, and, it, and it's a crock, because I'm a United States Coast Guard captain. I'm a merchant marine officer. That's a load of garbage what they're selling you. It's all about carbon credits and rich people buying their way into beautiful mansions while we all like go back to third world country and let the third world countries come up to speed. That's what TPP was about. Mm-hmm. Because we gave the world everything great. We're supposed to now just sit back and let them come up to speed. Don't work like that. With North Korea, with Iran, you think we can give up industry? Everybody better wake up. Start the coal, get the factories back working, get everybody working, start making some, get, grow our military strong, and and that's that. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ian. Ian needs a talk show, Ho. He, he needs a, his own talk show. That sums he's, it up nicely. He's got a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's exactly right. And nobody, nobody ever, that's another thing they don't confront Al Gore about, is that he has become incredibly wealthy on this globe on the back of this global warming nonsense now with conservatives they make a huge deal out of that they always say that oh you're against global warming because you're 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 getting money from exxon Mobil. well he he did too he got money from qatar 125 million dollars why is nobody talking about that he, he's he's increased his wealth about a hundredfold since he left office and it was all on global warming stuff Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign. Uh, this is a great campaign, founded by Victoria Hurst. Her family is the Hurst Corporation uh, owner, and they publish Cosmopolitan magazine, which is known more commonly as Cosmo. She believes Cosmo contains pornography, and pornography is harmful to kids. If you're an adult, if you know you're a consenting twenty one year old person, that's great. But if you're not, you shouldn't have access to this. She's not trying to censor them. She doesn't want to drive them out of business. Uh, The only goal here is to have the state's material, harmful to minor laws, applied to Cosmopolitan magazine. So then that when you go into a convenience store or grocery store and you're buying magazines, Cosmopolitan magazine couldn't be sold to kids under 18. You'd like to learn more about it? Go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. We all believe in freedom of speech, but I also believe... 
we should protect our kids from this kind of stuff. So if you think we should take a stand against pornography, as Victoria does, uh, and just being sold to anyone under the age of 18, visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. Again, that's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. Boy Scouts have come up with another terrific decision. It's one after another for this organization. Right? They will admit girls now and allow them to earn Eagle Scout rank. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can you back up just for a second? The Boy Scouts of yeah. America. Because remember, my brain isn't fully engaged ever, so I missed some of that. Who was it they, again? The Boy Scouts of America. Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts announced today that girls will be allowed to become Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts and earn the coveted rank of Eagle Scout. We believe it is critical to evolve how our programs meet the needs of families interested in positive and lifelong experiences for their children. Okay? Uh, It's not... This was not... This society's on its way out. not the goal of the Boy Scouts to <laughs> to do all of this. The Boy Scouts... Are for what? Are for boys. Boys. Which is why it was called uh, Boy Scouts. <laughs> but that's not a thing anymore. It's not a thing to be a boy anymore. It's not a thing to be a man or a woman. So I guess it's just par for the course. There's, a, there's another organization called uh, Girl Scouts. Hang on. I gotta which is... Write this down. For girls. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Boys. <laughs> I want girls. I want to see if you can be a Boy Scout. If you if you can be a Girl Scout who is a boy. Now, are the Girl Scouts admitting boys too? I'm. Can you switch back and forth like that? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm going to check. I bet you can because the Girl Scouts are much more progressive than the Boy Scouts. Girls. Earlier Scouts. this year, the National Organization for Women urged the Boy Scouts to admit girls to the entire program, supporting the efforts of a New York teenager, Sydney Ireland, to attain the rank of Eagle Scout, as her older brother did. I just want to do what the Boy Scouts do, earn the merit badges and earn the Eagle Award, she told NBC News. The Girl Scouts is a great organization, but it's just not the program that I want to be a part of. I think girls should just have the opportunity to be a member of any organization they want, regardless of gender. Mm. Well, no, and tough, if that's what you think. That's not what it's about. Yeah. For the record, uh, Girl Scouts have been allowing boys to join their group since 2011. Oh, uh, have they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Good times, right? Good right. times. I guess we just change it to Scouts. Scouts. Just the name of it is not Boy Scouts and... anymore. It's just Scouts. Mm, bet... And why don't Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts just merge now? Mm. I just do the same thing. Overnight camping. Yeah, just merge. Teenagers. So, what? so good. Do it. Good times. That's uh that's why an organization near and dear to my heart has pulled out of the Boy Scouts. Oh. Uh-huh. It's 
smart. Uh huh. I, I I know doing it gradually mm-hmm. because they don't want to devastate them because that meant I think half of their organization. Oh, oh nice. It might even be a bigger percentage. Wow, than that. that is very kind. Uh, yes. I may know uh, three children very near and dear to my heart who are no longer in boys or girls scouts and have found a, a different uh, uh, organization that uh, know the difference between uh, body parts. Yeah, there is no difference between body Wait, parts. What? what do you mean? No. What do you mean? Oh, I thought you were with me on this. No. Boys and girls I've changed are now. I've They're changed. Diff- Wait, what? I'm so confused. <laughs> Just like the kids that are going to be in boys slash girl scouts now. Isn't it interesting that there can be no differences now between what boys do and what girls do. Wow, it's going to be a tough time procreating in this society. It's huh? going to be really difficult. Especially with the sex robots and the whatnot. Which and is I just, be good. I hate the fact that, and maybe this is sexist, but I don't want women in combat either. And that's, that's coming. That's happening. Oh, that's on. Yep. Totally. There, there's just, there's nothing we do that's separate anymore. It has to be the same. You don't have to be the same to be equal. Hmm. We're not the same. And in some ways, girls are far superior. Women, females are far superior uh, superior to men in some ways. In some ways, men are superior to women in general. In general, the physicality is be- you know is capable of doing more mm-hmm. physical things are men than women. Um, but women have other strengths, and we don't. Uh, so it, but that's. Hmm. That's not the way. That's not way, the way it's judged anymore. You have to do exactly the same thing now, in order to have equality. So, is the WNBA still a thing? Yes. Yes, it is. But should it be? Hmm. No, it should not. Women should have to try out for the NBA, mm-hmm. the National Basketball Association. And if you, because we, there are no differences anymore. We have to have the same access to everything, hmm. except for when that usually happens. As in the case of some branches of the military, they had to lower the standards for women to be able to make it. And then the Marines said, no, we're not doing that. If, if you can pass the same test that the men do, then you'll be a Marine. Otherwise, no. And I think one woman has done that. Didn't we just have that story a month or so ago? Yeah. There was a woman who I think uh, successfully passed all the tests that Marines have to pass and she became one. Um, I think they can be in the Marines, but it was maybe a certain type of Marine. Um, but in the military, it's especially important not to lower standards because you have to do certain things in war that are going to be expected of you. And if you can't do them, you're going to die. Silly. Hmm. Yeah. First Silly. Uh, first female uh, officer. Officer. Uh, infantry officer, Marine Corps. Yeah. Okay. So will she be in? She'll be in combat then, right? She'll be on the front lines. I guess so. I'm looking here. Huh. By the way, the uh, the toll from the fires now uh, is just staggering. Like upwards of, uh, I think it's 17 people have died. Hundreds have been hurt, and 500 people are missing. Hopefully, those are just people who've gone to hotels or shelters and maybe ha- just haven't checked in with loved ones. Um, but that's really frightening that 500 people are missing in these fires. 888-900-3393. Also, we got to get to this, uh, rap song from Eminem. Let me, let me give you a quick preview of it here. Uh, let's do the short version of the Eminem rap song that he has uh, done for in honor of Donald Trump. 
Uh, here's Eminem's latest effort. We better give Obama props because what we got in office now's a kamikaze that'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. And while the drama pops and he waits for to quiet down, he'll just gas his plane up and fly around to the bombing stops. <laughs> Intensity's heightened. Tensions are rising. Mm-hmm. Trump, when it comes to giving a sh- you're stingy as I am. <laughs> that is embarrassing. <laughs> that is embarrassing. Wait, this wasn't live on TV, right? I mean, he had time to look at it and edit right, it and maybe right. say, yeah, maybe we don't do this. It was not live on TV. we got to play that whole version because yeah. that's really sad. They played that at the BET Hip Hop Awards last mm. night. He accuses Trump of racism, hypocrisy, disrespect of the military veterans, and more. I'm accusing him of sucking really badly. Really bad. That is... How do you show yourself in public after that performance? (laughs) And that was only a taste. (laughs) Yeah, we'll play the rest of it coming up here in a few minutes. We also have... uh, Chewing the fat with Jeffy. Jeffy's got uh, a list of some defunct restaurants. If anybody knows about restaurants and food, obviously, it's Jeffy. We'll chew the fat with him next on The Blaze. Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. I must mean it is uh, time to chew the fat with Jeffy. Welcome. Thank you. I must say, uh, I don't know. First of all, your wife is a huge, huge Boy Scout enthusiast. Mm -hmm. Correct. Well, how, how does she feel about admitting girls? Does she not care? There were She's fine. There were plenty of, uh, well, I don't know if, I mean, just between you and me, Pat, and mm-hmm. nobody else is around. My wife is a girl. Yeah, I know. I know. But no, she's a leader, though. She's not. <laughs> but she's Correct. okay with that? Yeah. I mean, they already have plenty of, uh, plenty of rules in place, and they've let girls in uh, in the past called the venturing crew. Uh, which weren't, but they weren't part of uh, the action. It was a separate thing mm-hmm. inside Scouts that the girls were part of. This girl wanted to be, uh, you know, yeah, an she Eagle wants Scout, the and she wants the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And look, we already know the Scouts have given in. Yeah, they have. Um, my, yes, my wife is okay with it. I mean, she loves the Scouts. Max mm-hmm. is almost an Eagle, so he's he'll be he'll be part of the Order of the Arrow and move on, you know, outside of the actual Scouts here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, unless he wants to continue on with the actual scouting stuff. 
but the Order of the Arrow was a separate thing. Yeah. You know? And so uh, I'm, you know, whatever to me. He's almost gone. So I will, there's no fight to have. Let's mm-hmm. get your eagle. He'll have his eagle scout here in uh, maybe a month, two months. And then uh, whatever, they wanted, whatever, his, whatever they want to do, God bless. Has he planned his eagle uh, yeah. activity? Or yes. What? Yeah, he's, uh, there's a, uh, an old uh, South Lake Tarrant County mm-hmm. cemetery that yeah. he's going to fix up. Oh, that's a popular one. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this t- cemetery, there's, I mean, you know, plenty of old gravestones that need to be fixed. And, uh, oh, that's good. Fixed up. Yeah, it's really cool. That's nice. So it'll be really good when it's done. And, All right. Uh, so hopefully that will be done soon, so mm-hmm. I don't have to hear about it anymore. Right, and he's pretty young, right? How old is 15? Max? Fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to do it when they're young. Otherwise, as soon as they get interested in girls, uh, forget it. Uh, I well, mean, now the girls come to the Boy Scouts. Oh, yeah. Make it that much That's more not, difficult. They can double date. They oh, it's date. not that. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. All right. What do you have? What do you got over there? But I want to say, I want to say congratulations to Eminem first of all. All right, isn't that good? That, that's terrific. I had not heard it. Uh-huh. I just We're gonna saw that again. I just up, saw the. Whole the thing, I that. just saw the video or the picture. <laughs> yeah, and I thought, are you kidding me? Uh-huh. For, I mean, he, okay, I got it. You're clean now. You don't do drugs. You're Mister Workout of the Gym. You want to love your daughter, and now it's you're going to pick on Trump just as an easy target. Mm-hmm. But that's the first time that I had heard it. Oh, the worst. Stupid. <laughs> so dumb. I mean, that's really bad. Dumb. Yeah. I mean, I he's better than that. Maybe not anymore, but he's. Be- I thought he was. I thought he was because that was atrocious. Bad. Yes. Uh, congratulations are in order. Congratulations uh, to the <laughs> to our man <clears throat> Joel Holland uh, for the seventh time, who is the. Half Moon Bay, California, Orange County, register champion on the pumpkin way off. He has the heaviest pumpkin recorded in history. 2,363 pounds. It's over a ton? Wait, wait, hold on a second. What's the weight again? Now, this is 2,363 pounds. Or about, what, 50 pounds lighter than you? (laughs) That is something Uh, else. It's also uh, also (laughs) 1,070 kilograms. Wow. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody knows. knows 100, 168 nobody stone, knows. by the way, but, 168. Well, the, the thing that's amazing about that, this is the seventh time. Now, I think he's, you know, what is he, juicing these things? Something's happening, right? <laughs> yeah, got to be an investigation. Some roids because, Right. Because <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the lady, the one lady that came in second place, uh, she rolls in. She won last year mm-hmm. with uh, one that was just under 2,000 pounds. Whoa. Okay, she rolls in this year, standing on her pumpkin. It weighs in at a little over 2,000 pounds, and then Joel rolls in with his forklift and says, out of the way, second place loser. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's got to be bummed, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, holy cow. That looks intense, by the way. Cool pumpkins. <laughs> right? It's a competition. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's some serious carving and some serious pies. By yeah. The way. Oh, yeah. Cool. I wanted to take a walk down memory lane today, too, because I was looking at this uh, article that talked about uh, old restaurants. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, of course, it's clickbait, and I take mm-hmm. it. I take it. But I'm, I mean, of course, right. it's, it's old restaurants, and it's clickbait. And you, these top, these are the top twenty old restaurants. Click that are out of business now. Well, some of them are, and some of them aren't, but most of them are pretty close. Okay, uh, very few are uh, still alive. Like Howard Johnson's. Oh yeah, uh, you I remember, remember the Howard Jones? Johnson's? I mean, those the 
We mm-hmm. see the we see the Howard Johnsons, and they you remember going there. Yeah, you know what they used to have at the Howard Johnson was really good too, is uh, the clam, the fried clams. Oh, mm. I used to have to get a, get a plate of fried clams from Howard Johnsons. Mm-hmm. I've, Do you remember that? I no, I don't like clams, so I, I know. But the Howard Johnsons, I do remember clams. Howard Johnsons. Sambo's, Sambo's, Sambo's. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean Sambo's was it, right? Didn't Sambo's become big boy? Uh, Sambo's Either JB's Denny's or sold to Denny's. Oh, it sold to Denny's. Yeah, sold to Denny's. Okay. Um, and there are others that shut down, but the ones that were left. And Sambo's, uh, of course, considered t- racist. Horrible. Because it was a racist. reference to little black Sambo or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah. It was okay for 100 years, but. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Kenny Rogers Roasters. We've talked about I Kenny Rogers Roasters before. Kenny Rogers Roasters. Right? Never seen Kenny Rogers Roasters. I mean, there was just like yes. the old building. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. The memory. So good. It was. And then Boston Market yeah. tried, but. Sold off to uh, uh, the break. Uh, the, uh, Kenny Rogers Roasters went from zero to about seven thousand restaurants in a in a month. I yeah. mean, it was they were nowhere, and then all of a sudden they're everywhere, and then they're nowhere. Right? They, they, they sold off to uh, Nathan's in nineteen ninety eight. Nathan's, weird. yeah, like the hot dog I place. Guess. Huh. Huh. Wow. Said, but I mean, there's uh, there's obviously no Kenny Rogers. Another great oh. chicken place was Mini Pearls Chicken. Do you remember Mini I Pearls Chicken? No. How deep? Now, Minnie had a problem, though, because she broke in. She had like 500 locations, it says here, which I... 500? Yeah, it was big. A Mini Pearl's uh, mm-hmm. chicken in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went into business, and then uh, they launched it out, but it became... She didn't have any serious menu, saying there were menu problems, too much food, too many things, you know, trying to keep up. So it was like, yeah, we're going out of business. Mm-hmm. Nobody can keep up. And then... Um, the All American Burger, man, do I remember going to one of these joints? I've never even heard the of All it. American Burger chain. Yeah, All right. I mean, do you remember now? It was uh, they made the big deal about at Fast Times at Ridgemont High, old stupid movie with what's his face being stoned all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was where they used to go to the All American Burger, and then White Tower, which was obviously uh, <clears throat> a White Castle. Oh, uh, but White Tower uh, opened up, and it uh, was uh, imitators of white castle okay and they opened up they had a different kind of building but they called it white tower and uh he had uh had all the different buildings white tower thing and then white castle they had 230 white towers and then white castle said um no uh, that's us. it's not the same that's not the same name. How did they, they sued and won? Yep, they made them have significant changes. Oh, wow. Which put them out of business. Uh, that's too bad. I mean, that's kind of like mm. the uh, Coming to America, one of the greatest movies of all time, uh, with the McDougals, right? Or McDowell's. McDowell's was the Coming oh, to yeah. America. McDowell's, yeah. yeah. You know, like the M was different, and they have McDonald's, and I'm McDowell's. Completely different. <laughs> I don't remember Chi-Chi's. Chi-Chi's launched in the 1970s by NFL star Max McGee. I don't remember, you remember Chi-Chi's. A rudimentary menu of Mexican-style food to many American towns. However, the popularity and variety of Mexican restaurants uh, grew in the Chi-Chi's. I uh, huh, wonder how that happened. Went down. Uh, oh, and plus, uh, Chi-Chi's may have grown. 
Uh, however, in 2003, when a hepatitis outbreak in the food supply led to three customers' deaths. Oh, yeah. That shut the, that that shut, a problem. <laughs> if your food is killing that people. That shuts you down. Yeah. Right there. That's undesirable. That's a, what happened to Cheech? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this place. Lums? Uh, L-U-M-S in Florida. And I should, too. I should remember this place. And I bet you who remembers this is yeah, I've never Jack Harris because it uh, they made uh, beer-steamed hot dogs. Hmm. Wow. With a distinctive glass door storefront. And the last one closed in 2009. So, I mean, I should remember one of these stupid things, but I don't at all. And I would have eaten, you know, you'd, why wouldn't you go to some place that steams hot why dogs and beer? Yeah. Steak and ale? Huge. Oh, I oh, like steak and I ale. did, too. I was a huge fan of steak yeah. and ale. Mm-hmm. And uh, are those completely gone now? Is that out of business? As far as I know, they're completely gone. Hmm. Others uh, took the model, but... Uh, Leaving steak and ale in the dust, yeah. Um, all the chain's final location closed in 2010. Wow. They're all gone now completely. Yeah. All right. It's 2010. Gino's Hamburgers. I don't remember this one. Football Hall of Famer Gino Marchetti. Right? Marchetti. <laughs> Did he have a lot of I guess so, locations? Yeah. Um, 300 locations. 300? That's 300. a lot. And then he sold the chain to Marriott in the early 80s. So he made some cash. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And the the Marriott, get this, the hotel chain quickly turned all the Genos into Roy Rogers. Ooh, not a bad move. It was a horrible move. <laughs> How many Roy Rogers are left? Uh-huh. Burger Chef. I remember going to Burger Chef. I've never heard remember, of most of these places. I, I, remember, I remember going to Burger Chef. We were, Burger Chef uh, Burger rivaled Chef. Uh, McDonald's. Yeah, okay. yeah, They were one of the first ones to have kids' meals. Oh. And uh, then, they, then Hardee's bought them. Hardy's bought him out, but I remember going okay. to Burger Chef. Bob's Big Boy? You don't remember, yes. I remember going Absolutely to Bob's Big Bob's. Boy? Come on. Yes. There was a Big Boy everywhere in America uh, at the time. In California, it was Bob's, I think. In in Utah and Montana, it was JB's. JB Big oh. Boy. Yeah. And then, uh, but now there's, there's still, uh, they still got 100 holding on. Do they? Yeah, according to this article, there's still a few around the country. Huh. Uh, I haven't seen one of those It'd be in great a long to time. have. I'm surprised. We need to get a Bob's Big Boy here in this building. <laughs> in the hey, building, but, be, I, but I'm talking about the nice. I'm talking about the actual the uh, actual Bob the Big Boy uh, sign. Oh, the sign. Yeah, but uh, but I'm the not restaurant a, wouldn't be actually. Bad I'm not opposed to the how restaurant. Do we, <laughs> how do we make this happen? Do we need to start a petition? How do we do this? Uh, Bennigan's. We've talked about Bennigan's before. We, I mean, huge. They, they, they have the money, money, the money crystal. Your favorite at Bennigan's. Yeah, oh, so good. Ponderosa Steakhouse and, uh-huh. and uh, the Bonanza Steakhouses. Yes. Oh yes. Remember both. There those. was a Ponderosa in uh, Florida for a, quite a while when I was when I was still living there that we used to go to. From time to time, but I can remember the last time going there thinking, mm, nope, we're done yeah. with this plan. <laughs> Is Sizzler on there too? No. Because no. I, I, I don't Sizzler. see Sizzler anywhere. I don't yeah, Sizzler's not on this list. You're right. Too. You're right. We used to eat at Sizzler all the time. Yes. All the time. Sizzler's might might have turned into something else though, right? I'm not, it's I don't not know. on the list. Because I, I don't know. remember this Charlie Brown Steakhouse. I don't remember this Noggles. No, I don't either. This Mexican food place. I don't remember a Druthers. Uh, Druthers was the Burger Queen. <laughs> Druthers was known as Burger Queen. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Henry's Hamburgers. I remember Henry's Hamburgers. I remember going to Henry's Hamburgers. Because that, uh, that was one of the first big hamburger chains that... I could remember going to and just downing hamburgers <laughs> in my life. That's how I remember them. Wow. How long ago was that? Not, Not very long ago. Okay. 
And there was one in here that was one of the first ones that used. Oh yeah, delights. I don't remember delights either, but it would. It was one of these that would. Uh, uh, was the first fast food restaurant selling itself on nutritional value. It mm. boasted about low-calorie cheese, buns, high in fiber, hamburgers made with lean beef. And that was founded in 1978. And then it was, uh, you know, they started losing money, so they sold it to Hardee's. Hardee's, I think, went the other direction. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Hardy's they did. is like, yes, yeah. we're full of fat and calories and have this triple bacon cheeseburger and live with it. Seems to have worked it's out good. fairly well for yeah, them, Yeah, it too. sure has. It's worked out great for them. And, uh, like, you know, look, uh, I want to start uh, a new part of my segment, uh, the Facebook pick of the day. Because mm-hmm. every day I kind of scroll through my Facebook timeline mm-hmm. and I uh, see a pick that uh, I'm like, oh, how great is that? And so... Uh, I found this pick of a Tahoe. It looks to be about a 2005 black Tahoe, not that I'm a used car salesman. But uh, we have so many problems with uh, people driving, especially here in the uh, (laughs) Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, It's not a bad idea. Uh, For those of you listening on radio, there's a window chalk on the lane with passing lane and then arrows to the left, and then blinkers with arrows pointing to each blinker. And slow lane (laughs) with an arrow pointing to the right on the back of the Tahoe. That's pretty funny. And then it shows them where the blinker is. Yeah, I mean, that's really good. And uh, reminding people yeah. that uh, this is how you drive, okay? It's adorable. Get behind me. It is adorable. Yeah. It is adorable. Hey, I understand you got your shipment. I did. Did I? You got your shipment. Oh! And you didn't bring it in. That's great. I because, had it right there. I'm off. Because we could have shown that it comes with... I got through the, the stuff. Yeah, the Wax Go. RX system comes with Shoot. everything you need. It comes with uh, special wax softening drops. I opened the box. I did have it. Breaks down earwax inside the ear. Has a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip. Let's look at these things. This. Uh, Gently delivers a perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush away uh, all the wax buildup in your ears. Comes with your whole little carrying case here. Uh, That's intense. Look at that. There you go. Okay, there's your whole kit right there. And then the pH-conditioned formula rinses and soothes your ears and makes for the ultimate, most complete removal system available. I mean, this is good stuff. Then your ears won't itch. They won't be painful. You won't be plugged up. Be able to hear things again. What's up? We're always confused as to whether Jeffy's terrible hearing is from old age (laughs) or wax buildup. And I think it's a little bit of both. So this should help. Why would it be old age? This should help. The hearing goes around 120. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> um, but but we're we're going to know that you're ignoring us if uh, you use that and you and you don't respond. Yeah, then we'll know. We'll 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 know. So don't use the cotton swabs. Don't use the candles. No, good lord. The drugstore remedies. Go to wax usewaxrx.com. That's usewaxrx.com. Order your reusable earwash system today. Use the offer code radio. And uh, you'll get f- free standard shipping right to your door. Again, the address, usewaxrx.com. I'm excited. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. Hey, 
Uh, <laughs> this is a story you will not believe. <laughs> this is just unreal. There was a huge uh, video game conference in Poland this week. I mean, you say that like you weren't aware of the video oh, game. Oh, everybody's aware of the you know, conference oh, yeah. in Poland. Oh, the one in Poland, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. We know mm-hmm. all about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's others around the world. They're just not as well-known as the one in Poland. Thank you. And we all know that. Uh, the social media manager for the conference announced that there was going to be a panel discussion at the conference for the, for the game developers who were women. So okay. the female game developers... Uh, we're going to be there, and you could ask them all kinds of questions, sure. or whatever. So she tweets out. It's a conference. They have different they have a schedule. Keep in mind, this is a woman doing this. Okay. She tweeted out, hey, Women in Games is about to start. Game developer ladies, join us and meet the pretty side of game developing. Nice. They fired her for, for that for tweet. what? The word pretty. Apparently, you cannot refer to pretty women as pretty women. Or ugly. Or ugly. Or fat or thin. Anything. But wait a minute. uh, Apparently you can't notice their attractiveness at all. She's talking about the pretty side of gaming. She wasn't even talking about necessarily women. I mean, obviously it's included. It's inferred. But she was talking about the pretty side of gaming. This is insane. That Uh, is amazing. Twitter went crazy over this, (sighs) finding the word pretty to be an insult how is the word pretty an insult to any woman come on there's there's no woman who's offended it's not an in, by being called no, pretty you're not being offended by being called pretty but you are offending the people who aren't pretty <laughs> but you're not saying anything about the non-pretty ones yes you're inferring that they're ugly and that this. they're not showing up <laughs> no, yes I you are yes it. that's exactly what it no, is. no you are not that's exactly what it is the organizer of the the event was apparently so affected by the pretty tweet <laughs> and the resulting backlash that he threw the zero tolerance policy into overdrive and got her fired right then. He said, oh my gosh. Here, here's, he issued a statement that said, as the head of the game industry conference, I, uh, I am humbly asking you to accept my deepest apologies. This is the head. Now, this, is not, this is not her, right? This no, is not this, the, okay, is the, this is the head. This is of the, the gamer guy, yeah. the g- gamer conference guy. I am humbly asking you to accept my deepest apologies for what we all agree was unacceptable, disrespectful, and a sexist tweet and replies uh, and, and the replies by our Twitter trainee. Now, I, we don't all agree. No, that it was no, unacceptable and no, disrespectful. No, we all do not. Her opinions are her own. Her opinion that gr- these women are pretty? That's... For people to come and see the pretty side of gaming? You know so what? they're not representative of the game industry conference or those female developers who attended the conference. So he's saying, I don't think they're pretty, and neither do they think they're pretty. Only right. she thought anybody was pretty. Right, and they're pissed because they, they, <laughs> it's just unreal. Ninety-eight percent of the geeks there are probably dudes, and they were offended, or he assumed they were. I guess it's just crazy. It's just nuts. it's out of control. I mean, we had the we had the guy in uh, in Detroit, the fireman, uh, bring the uh, apparently this was his new job at the firehouse in Detroit. He brought a watermelon, and it, it, he's supposed to bring a gift to the firehouse as tradi- the new employee. A tradition. You bring food. You bring pies or donuts. Oh, donuts or cookies or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. it was I don't know the summertime, <laughs> so he uh, brought a watermelon. Now he did have a, you know he brought a watermelon, and the firehouse in Detroit is predominantly black. So. 
Um, so black people can't so eat the, watermelon now. Well, the black people—I <laughs> guess the black people thought that that was racist. So he so, got, so he didn't even get to get the job. He was fired. Yeah, he was fired. I mean, instantly. That is that. okay. And there's no evidence that I he get, was saying anything about right. uh, racial stereotypes. Right. It was just—it was. It, he brought a gift to the firehouse. They were the ones that thought it was racist. Uh-huh. Right. I mean, just like this guy, the gamer commission head of the party guy thought it was racist to for someone to call other people pretty mm-hmm. other females pretty which is amazing uh that someone took offense to a gift mm-hmm. means that he gets fired thanks for the gift but i'm taking offense to it so you're going to lose your job to me if you take offense to that when there's nothing written he, he doesn't say anything disparaging he doesn't say hey this is for all you black guys it's, right. it's racist on your part. Right. To assume it's racist. Right. It's madness. It is madness. madness. We got to play this. Speaking of all this racial stuff, we got to play this uh, Michelle Obama audio from the other day where she was, who was she addressing? Um, she was She was at some panel. Oh, that she was, was at the conference there. in Philadelphia. She was on she was, stage. That was a women's conference in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. And she started talking about the color palette of Congress. Yes. we got to get into unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. We don't have time to play it right of, here, but we will play it on the other side. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. We have, we have just gone so far <laughs> down the drain here as a society. <laughs> something special happened that day, too. And not something else special happened that day at the conference. Oh, at the too. Pennsylvania Conference yeah. for Women? Yeah. What? Barack showed up in a video to wish Michelle happy anniversary. Oh, wow. It Isn't was that beautiful? so beautiful. So heartwarming. He's the people such that a were romantic. there are still reeling over mm. it. How are her arms so doing romantic. these days, by the way? Oh, they're fabulous. She's still? got what do you incredible mean? arms. Still? What do you, uh, she, uh, okay. Yeah, of course. How dare you ask? Right. Are I'm, you a racist? I'm just, oh, my gosh. I'm You're so a sorry. racist. Ah, yes. How ah. dare you? Of course, they're beautiful. They're fabulous. Sorry, they're yeah, incredible arms. I should have known. I'll get my stuff. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Halfway through the week, 888-900-3393. We played just a short version of Eminem's rap about Donald Trump. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Apparently, he praises Barack Obama of uh, Barack Obama and attacks uh, Donald Trump in this thing. <clears throat> Here's the full version: the uh, two minutes and forty six seconds of just sheer brilliance from Eminem on. Donald Trump. We better give Obama props because what we got in office now's a kamikaze that'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. And while the drama pops and he waits for to quiet down, he'll just gas his plane up and fly around to the bombing stops. Intensity's heightened, tensions are rising. Trump, when it comes to giving a, you're stingy as I am. Except when it comes to having the balls to go against me, you hide them. Because you don't got the f- nuts like an empty asylum. <laughs> that is 
embarrassing. Racism's the only thing he's fantastic for. Mm-hmm. Because that's how he gets his rocks off and he's orange. What? Okay, he is orange. Yeah, sick got that That's why he wants us to disband because he cannot withstand the fact we're not afraid of Trump. Walking on eggshells, I came to stomp. That's why he keeps screaming, drain the swamp, because he's in quicksand. What? What? Uh, it's like we take a step forwards, then backwards. Don't, don't look at but me, this man. This is his form of distraction. Yeah. Plus, like he gets movement. an enormous reaction yeah. really great. when he attacks the NFL, mm. so we focus on that. And instead of talking Puerto Rico with gun reform for Nevada, all these horrible tragedies in these border would rather cause a Twitter storm with the Packers. We don't rhyme anymore? Wait, these things don't rhyme. Uh, is he aware of that? He says these he wants to lower our words. taxes. Taxes. Then who's gonna pay for his extravagant trips back and forth with his fam to his golf resorts and his mansions? Why don't you ask mansions and taxes? Tormented don't Hillary for yeah. and he's he could have mixed in an there. A safety tip from his endorsement him. of Bannon, support for the Klansmen, tiki torches in hand for the tiki. soldier that's blacking, comes home from Iraq and is still Iraq. told to go back to Africa, forking a dagger in his racist 94-year-old grandpa, a, B, who a, B. keeps ignoring our past historical deplorable <laughs> factors. Just. Now, if you're a black athlete, you're athlete. a spoiled little brat for trying to use your platform mm. or your stature to try your to give those a voice who don't have one. Don't rhyme he says you're spitting in the face either. of that too far so. for us. Maybe bastards. somebody's messing up with a teleprompter. I don't know. <laughs> it could be Unless you're a POW who's tortured a and battered because to him, you're zeros because he don't like his war heroes captured. Uh, wow, this is powerful. Goes back That's not disrespecting the military. And any fan of mine... Mm -hmm. Who's a supporter of his? Uh -huh. I'm drawing in the sand a line. Uh -huh. You're either for or against. Um, and if I'm you can't decide you. who you like more in your split, no. on who you should stand beside, I, I, I'll do it for you with totally this. Totally clear. Uh -oh, here we uh -huh. go. Uh, okay. He just dropped wow. an F you. That was sure powerful. Well, he doesn't have to worry uh, about me supporting him. So no, it doesn't matter. No, I'm not. I'm not that huge a uh, Trump fan, but right. between the two, <laughs> right. Thank uh, you. There's no question. <laughs> uh, you know what? I did, congratulations, Eminem. I just found the one person I, I trust less mm, well, than Donald Trump with the nuclear bad. codes. Pretty bad. I mean, that's embarrassing. That's just absolutely <laughs> embarrassing. It's good stuff. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, Michelle Obama at the uh, women's conference. Where where did this take place? Was it Philadelphia? Yes, sir. It was the, so she's uh, on stage, Pennsylvania Women's Conference, and she's uh, talking to all of these women gathered there about what it's like when she sat in the room for the State of the Union address, and uh, it's pretty amazing. Here's here's what she had to say. If I could oh. find it uh, real quick. Too bad we don't have the visuals on this. We could see her arms while she's talking. Oh, her arms are incredible. You'd be really impressed. I'm in the room. You know, but when you're in the room, mm -hmm. what you can see is this real dichotomy <clears throat> that on one side of the room, it's, it's also, it's a feeling of color almost. A feeling of color. On one side mm. of the room, it's literally gray and white. So she's talking about, Racist. there's the Republican side of the room and the Democrat side of the room. One is gray and white only. Literally. That's literally. the color palette. That's the color palette, gray and white, which is a lie, but. Stuff. On one side of the room. Mm -hmm. On the other side of the room, yeah. there's yellows and yellows, blues and blues. whites and greens. They, it, 
So there's there's blue, yellow, and green people on the other side of the aisle? Really? So on one side, you've got gray and white. On the other side, you've got yellow, blue, and green well, people? Well, that's, that's because yellow and blue make green, as Ziploc bags taught us long ago. Physically, there's a difference in color, in the tone. Uh-huh. Wow. Because one side, all men. All white. All men. All <laughs> on the white. Other- Which is not true. There's plenty of women in... On the Republican side of the aisle, I don't know what the what the count is on how many women are Republican to how many are uh, Democrat, but I bet it's fairly close actually in the women count. Their side, some women, some, women. <laughs> some people of color. I mean, she's just lying and here. Whenever I was sitting, I would always have a guest in that booth. Mm-hmm. And I was always the most embarrassed at yeah. the beginning when people would see that wow, because is- I'd say that. Is it just mm-hmm. me? Am I looking at how governance works? And people look down at that and go, yeah, yeah, that looks good. That looks right. <laughs> we're probably getting a lot done. And we're doing it right. Wow. Uh, you know, I look at that and I go, no wonder. No, no wonder. No wonder we struggle. No wonder people don't trust politics. It- okay. People don't trust politics. Even if it's true that there's a bunch of white people on one side, they don't trust them just because they're white. What are you saying there? That just because they're white, they're liars and cheats and thieves? Not, we're not even noticing what these rooms look like. And listen, and the applause of the lemmings in the audience. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's just a lie that there's only old white men on one side. That's a flat out lie. The only black senator in office is on the right side, is on the Republican side. The only black senator, but what is he? Is a Republican, and he was elected from a racist Southern state, by the way. Right. And secondly, she's saying here that there's a problem with white people, right? Because it's bad that there's white people there. If the people of an area, district, or state have elected white people, does that mean they did something inherently wrong? Apparently, to Michelle Obama, it does. It's inherently wrong for them to have elected these white people. How do you get away with saying this stuff? Yeah. I, Glenn, eight years ago, nine years ago maybe, suggested that maybe Barack Obama had some racist tendencies because of his comment about his grandmother. She's a typical white person who has certain feelings bred into her. I mean, that's a racist statement. His book had a ton of things that made you wonder, well, maybe he doesn't really like white people all that much. And he wondered aloud, but Michelle Obama can get away with saying that one side is is white and that's just wrong. That shows you the problems in America. She's blaming it all on white people. The color palette of the State of the Union, that is in and of itself, I think, is racist. Jeez. Double standard, baby. Oh, my gosh. If a person had sat there and said, you look at one side of the aisle and it's a, there's a lot of black and brown, a lot of black and brown, and I don't know, that's that should tell you why we have the problems we do. That person would have been excoriated. Wow. But it's okay for her to say that about the white side, which is not the white side, by the way. There's a lot of Hispanics. There are blacks. There are women should do the breakdown on that and you know i think we talked about this uh on another occasion look at the 
candidates for president who ran last time. We had blacks. We had two Hispanics. We had a woman. An Indian American. An Indian American. All Republicans. Yes. On the Democrat side, white woman and a white man. So... I mean, you can't argue with a fact. It's just the lies that are continually spewed by these people just drives me out of my mind. 888-900-3393. There's uh, something troubling, though. Uh, Since we've heard the rap of uh, Eminem, I will say that uh, there is a problem with Donald Trump right now who seems to be on very dangerous ground with this NBC thing. He's taking to Twitter and uh, is saying that NBC should maybe have their license revoked. Like, we should look into it with the FCC and potentially potentially take away the license of NBC because he doesn't like the things they're saying. Dangerous really dangerous he's calling them fake news as if everything they say is fake which it isn't uh and but they are saying things that he doesn't like and anytime that happens it's fake news and at what point is it appropriate to challenge their license at no point is it okay to challenge their license nbc is a legitimate news outlet i mean msnbc not so much but NBC, they have a liberal lean. There's no question. They have a leftist lean. But you can't shut them down because they're saying things the president doesn't like. That's the very essence of the First Amendment, is to, is to protect people with political speech. The network put out a report on Wednesday which said uh, official sources told them that Rex Tillerson was caught by surprise after Trump asked Uh, about a major expansion to the country's nuclear arsenal during a national security meeting a few months ago. And that was supposedly the meeting where Tillerson allegedly called Trump a moron. Now, NBC has continued to stand by that story, and it's driving Trump out of his mind because he can't can't have somebody in his office, in his cabinet, potentially calling him a moron. Because he's got too big an ego for that. Seriously, the things he cannot let go. I know. Just let it go. Oh. So because it's 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 gnawing at him so much, now he's starting to threaten NBC's license. Think of how you would react because your chances are very good. You like Trump, uh, or you tolerate him at least, and you probably voted for him because what was the alternative? Hillary Clinton, right? And then some independent candidates who had no chance. But think of how you would feel if this was coming from Barack Obama. And he was saying that we sh- it's time to yeah. challenge the license of Fox News or talk radio stations. Widespread panic on the You'd right. You'd be out of your mind with rage. You'd be out of your mind. And as bad as Obama was, and as much as he attacked Fox News, he never challenged their license to shut them down completely really frightening stuff really really frightening stuff 888-900-3393 more pat gray unleashed coming up first let me tell you about patriot mobile 
uh, if you're concerned about big government, and you should be, you should also be concerned with big mobile because big mobile helps to fund big government agenda. You'll like Planned Parenthood and sanctuary cities and gun control. But there's a mobile cell phone company who really believes in traditional family values, religious freedom, and finding and making opportunities for American citizens. Starting this weekend, Patri- this week, uh, Patriot Mobile is taking another step forward, too, with unlimited talk, text, and data at better prices than anything you can get from Big Mobile. You don't have to suffer with big mobile phone companies anymore. You get the same nationwide coverage with unlimited talk and text now starting at 20 bucks a month. Just $20 a month. That's really, it's unheard of. So call today, 1-800-A-PATRIOT, 1-800-A-PATRIOT, or you could just go to the website, patriotmobile.com slash pad. That's patriotmobile.com slash pad. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh this Michelle Obama thing is unbelievable to me. Talking about the diversity in Congress and the lack of it on on the Republican side. It's just flat out lie, first of all. But we we've been looking up the, the actual numbers of the representatives in Congress. Uh and which party has the diversity? And if the Republican Party has any at all, which they do, and we know they do. Um, let's see. The 115th Congress, out of 352 men and 83 women in the House, I don't see the breakdown between Democrat and Republican. Shoot. Yeah, we'll keep looking here. I can't believe there's not. An actual site that kind of breaks it down yeah. by party. Huh. It does. It, it states how many whites there are. Uh, 77, 78% of the representatives in the House are white. 77% with the U.S. population. So just 1% over. 0.9% difference there. So about right. Blacks. Make up uh, 10.5% of Congress, 13.3% of the population. A little underrepresented. Uh, Latinos, 7.8, but they make up 17.6. Very widely underrepresented. But I don't know if the, I don't know how many are running for office, though. Mm-hmm. Do we have the opportunity to elect them, and we're specifically not? Uh, as a percentage of the population, yeah. So, I mean... It's not, it's not terribly outrageous, and it, and again, it doesn't, it doesn't break it down by by party, and that's what we're kind of looking for here with the Michelle Obama nonsense. Meanwhile, you can tweet to us at Pat Unleashed, narcissistic narwhal writes. I heard Al Gore's entire shtick is a giant false flag. 
just to set the field for the facial cream business he's about to launch. Oh, really? <laughs> That's a thing still for him? <laughs> okay. I'm announcing today that I'm leaving my climate change research behind <laughs> in order to sell facial cream. I can't wait to hear that announcement. That would be fantastic. Mm. Uh, Jason Arends says, I'd be interested to hear Al Sharpton's review of Al Gore's new movie. Yeah, we'll have to do that one of these <laughs> okay. days. Uh, and if women start trying out for the NBA, can men start trying out for the lingerie league? I don't mm. think you'd want to see that. Preferably no. Nope. I certainly hope that can't happen. No, thanks. Uh, but uh, when women start trying out for the NBA and it's their only option, that's when you'll see no more women in basketball. Uh, by the way, um, mm-hmm. I, I got to go back to the Al Gore thing. There's another tweet here from G.D. Chapel that says that uh, clownfish are stressed and are only having one child, as seen in the documentary Finding Nemo. <laughs> that's why the clownfish are there all stressed out. There you go. Okay. Uh, Joy in Colorado. Hi, you're on the blaze. Yeah, I'd like to talk about... Um, uh, the sun being responsible uh, for whether the earth is warm or hot. Oh, my gosh. You're not going to allege that the sun has any responsibility for that, are you? Uh, pretty much oh uh, my. a great responsibility. Oh, my. Um, our planet is, has an oval orbit around the sun, not uh-huh. a circular one. Right. Now, it's uh, in the summer... Uh-huh. We are 93 million miles away from the sun, but the northern hemisphere is tipped backwards. Sure. In the winter, uh, we're 95 miles away from the sun. 95 million. Northern, 95 million yeah. miles away from the sun, but the um, northern hemisphere is tipped toward the um, sun. Exactly. Okay, that makes a great difference. Um, sure does. <laughs> We, that way, we don't have summers that are too hot, and we don't have winters that are too cold. You clearly don't live in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> because okay. we definitely have summers that are too hot. But you're saying uh, yeah, uninhabitably I, hot, right? Is what uh, you're... That's yes. right. Yes. And if you want to talk about the medieval warm period mm-hmm. of um, 792 uh, to uh, 1316, then we had the Little Ice Age... It has to do with the sun, whether there are lots of sunspots on it, that's warm. Uh, if there aren't any, then it's cold. Uh, this might be too detailed but, uh, or take too long, but I just thought I would let you know the sun is uh, a, the greatest factor by far. In, uh, well, that's, that's, just, that's just crazy talk, Joy. I don't know where. I don't, I don't know where you're. Can you believe she's alleging that that two million degree burning orb in the sky has something to do with the weather here? I don't know how you're putting two and two together with that one, Joy. Sorry. Thanks, Joy. It's just, it's amazing, I, and I love that because if you are to listen to the global warming zealots, the people whose whose religion it is to put okay. forward this this preposterous okay, theory, that's exactly what it is. If you're to listen to them. It really is CO2 that has the greatest effect on our weather. It's really CO2 and not the sun that is responsible for warming on this planet. It, I mean, it's unbelievable. And yet we're we're the science deniers, those of us on the right. But I was trying to get to uh, something Al Gore said uh, about, well, there it is right there. Uh, something he said about how hot it is on this planet. 
And, and I mean, this is really telling. He said this, I believe, on The Tonight Show when Jay Leno was still there. Two kilometers or so down, in most places, there are these incredibly hot incredibly. rocks. Because the interior of the Earth is extremely hot, several million <laughs> degrees. It is extremely hot, several million degrees. So he alleged there that the rocks two miles down okay. on this planet are several million degrees hot. <laughs> they might be several thousand degrees, but they are not several million. Uh, in fact, the surface of the sun is only 11,000 degrees. Now, when it, when it leaves the surface and it mixes with the gases that are created, mm-hmm. off of the surface, it's something like 2 million degrees. Yeah. But several so, million degrees, just a couple miles down? Yeah, but you're doing all this uh, discussion. Yes. But there's a problem here. What's the problem? You're exhaling. Okay? Yes. You need to cut back on the CO2 that you're putting into the atmosphere to explain this because oh, that is true. you're destroying the Earth's protective shield even, from... Even as we speak... I am destroying the earth, and so are you. Oh, and good point. so are you. My bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Al Gore, yeah, th- this I, I I can't believe more people don't talk about this. The entire premise of climate change, right, is that CO two is responsible for driving the temperature up, right? He was asked about that a few years ago by a an intrepid reporter who actually. Asked him a tough question and stayed with it. The temperature goes up before the sea sometimes goes that's, up. Sometimes that has been true in the past. The opposite <laughs> has also been true. Okay, so the reporter has said, he just said, okay, okay this, but sometimes uh, the temperature goes up before the CO2 does. Sometimes that is true, yes, but also the opposite is true. Well, yeah, but so that tells you nothing then. Right. That tells you if the temperature went up before the CO2, it's not the CO2 driving up the temperature. It's the sun. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes that's true, but the opposite is also true. (laughs) Okay, well, you've just proven my point, though. You've just proven my point. That your CO2 fascination, there's nothing to it. Isn't that what that says? That's what that says. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what that says. Anyone with half a brain. And then, of course, you know, there's the uh, the oceans that they, oh. didn't, they didn't realize that the oceans absorbed some of that global warming heat. And so carbon emissions also trap heat. Yeah. Today's report shows oceans have absorbed 90 percent of that heat, raising ocean temperatures by half a degree. Half a degree. Had all that heat gone into the atmosphere, air temperatures could have risen by more than 200 degrees. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, hell. <laughs> Okay, so if the planet didn't work the way it does, uh-huh. it'd be 200 degrees warmer. It would be 281 degrees here in Dallas today. Uh, but did. that didn't happen. <laughs> and it doesn't because that's not the way the Earth works. Triple eight nine hundred thirty. Common core math right there. Yep. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network.
Gray returns. Well, you know what? I've seen your hernia. I just thought I'd set the stage for this particular it's good. segment. Yeah. Why? Welcome back, Jeff. I, I, I forgot. And I, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, you forgot to mention something on, on the announcement, uh, yeah. Chewing the Fat I with Jeffy. Today is National Coming Out Day. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. So what and, do you have to uh, report? Look, what are you, are you it's gonna also come National out? Sausage Day. I noticed, I noticed that the LGBTQIA community mm-hmm. uh, has not added my letters. Oh. Which are? Uh, H-O. H-O. Yeah. As you're, in? You're a hoe? As in hetero overweight. Hetero overweight. it should be LGBTQIA H-O. Hold on. Why One more time, that, please. I'm, LGBTQIA. I think hetero overweight is. <laughs> I mean, that's. And that's a worthy classification. Thank you. That's Pat Gray, a class thank you. that needs to be protected. Thank you. And so we got L G B B T Q I A. Now, what was the I again? Intersex. Intersex? Don't act like you don't know. And the A was. Asexual. Asexual. So you're not. You don't have any sex with anybody. Right, asexual. You're like an well, you amoeba. Can. You're like an amoeba. You can, but usually you don't. When you, you reproduce, you just split. Your yeah. cells just split. Yeah. And then we need H O. So L G B T Q I A H O. Colors of the rainbow, right there. I'll tell you that. That's great. So that's how insensitive. And thank you. Non-inclusive of them, not to include <laughs> right? overweight. I mean, I think that's. I think it's terrible, Jeffy. I'm I'm hurt on your behalf. I'm hurt. Thank you. For you. Thank you. Maybe you get something started for me. This community. (laughs) Underserved community. They can can put my hoe on the end. It'd be nice. Right after the A, apparently, where it goes. Man. All right. 888-933-93. Oh, by the way, it looks like uh, Harvey Weinstein's kind of pulling a uh, uh, Roman Polanski thing here. Of course. He's heading off to Europe to re-rehab. Really? This guy knows he's in serious, serious trouble. trouble. Now. Mm-hmm. now that it's now that it's rape, you could actually go to jail. Serious trouble. And if you so, think, I wonder if he just stays there now. And I hope that he's separated himself enough with the company because good luck staying in business. He's really pissed at his brother. His brother's not supporting him in this, which is I, I think admirable of the brother because well, you shouldn't support him in this. His brother knows that uh, supporting him means that uh, there is no out of business. business. And right. not by not supporting him, maybe he stays in business. Right. Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, all the people coming out uh, against Harvey and saying, uh, you know, that uh, Harvey uh, molested them, attempted to molest them, mm-hmm. raped them, threatened all them, these horrible things. Threatened to end those, careers. I mean, those are millions of dollars of lawsuits down the drain. I mean, that money is gone. It's a headline, too, on Drudge Report that I haven't seen until now. Ben Affleck apologizing for groping an actress what uh ben affleck apologizes for groping actress hillary burton what wow buckle up uh uh, this is gonna be quite a ride (laughs) this is gonna be a great ride (laughs) look at that so he tweeted out apparently today yeah today i acted inappropriately toward ms burton and i sincerely apologize did you when was this he was accused of groping Burton t- yesterday. <laughs> Stop, Stop this. Yesterday. Oh, wait. That's Hours after, he said 
This is so He came out after Harvey. So he, right, he came out yesterday bashing yeah, he Harvey. Said it was just a few hours after he said he was saddened and angry over Harvey Weinstein sexually harassing women. So he goes, goes out and does it himself. You know what? Solidarity, Pat. Unbelievable. She's, she's pretty hot. I think I'm going to grope her. Who thinks that? <laughs> you? Uh, well, I mean, other that, than me. I, I don't know. Other than me. I mean, I'm thinking about, uh, <laughs> to be honest, I'm thinking about uh, wow. jumping on the Harvey Weinstein uh, ruined my career bandwagon and suing. What do you think? Yes. I think you should. I think, I think Harvey, I, think you I mean, should. I, I shouldn't, shouldn't say I think. I know that I would have been a tremendous actor in Hollywood had Harvey Weinstein not blackballed me. Did he touch you? Wow. Nobody laughed at me. He laughed at he you? laughed at me. Wait, what do you he mean did. he laughed? I don't he like this. A lot of people laugh at you, Jeffy. You'd be suing virtually half the people on this okay, planet. So, yeah, that's, uh, there's that. So. It's a class I mean, action lawsuit. <laughs> now, I'm trying to understand the timeline here because okay. <laughs> there's another section that says, actress Hillary Burton is claiming Ben Affleck groped, grabbed her breast during a 2003 TRL appearance. What is TRL? Uh, oh. Any idea what... Total request live. Okay. Hours after. So she said this hours after. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So it didn't happen yesterday. So that's a little more reasonable. It is, and Ben was reminded of it and then apologized for it. Right. Yeah, okay. Was reminded of it. By whom, I wonder? Uh, Probably one of his friends or the internet. Hillary Burton herself, perhaps? or the internet saying, what about this, idiot? Yeah. And you the know, internet doesn't forget, man. And how many guys? It doesn't. It does not forget. How oh, many boy. guys like have this problem in their lives? How how many guys in Hollywood think they can get away with anything oh. they want? And think, I mean, Glenn read a story from uh, a letter from Katzenberg today. Yeah, that's that against Harvey. That where Harvey had asked Katzenberg to support him, and Jeffrey Katzenberg struggled with writing this letter, which was a tremendous letter, uh, not supporting him and saying, you know. Get help. Okay. And mm-hmm. I'm here for you, but yeah, I'm not but supporting help. you. And he struggled with sending this letter. Okay. So how powerful was Harvey Weinstein when Jeffrey Katzenberg is struggling with writing a letter of non-support to Harvey Weinstein? Right? Well, yeah. Way. So I mean, he obviously runs so the all city. these guys he are it. freaking douchebags. I'm not saying I'm not saying Jeffrey Katzenberg is because he did reply and just struggled with going against the the king. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that, you know. But so he's not a. You know, he's, it just shows that if you are a dirtbag, you're not. You absolutely are not going against the king of dirtbags. Mm-hmm. No way. And if you've made millions of dollars from the king, no way do you stand and say. Yeah, we've seen that. Yes, we have. Over and over. Yes, with we all have. These people. But the lid's being blown off here. The and facade good. is coming and up. Good. It's about time. Good riddance. It's about time. Even Rose McGowan, the actress who's been who's, so she's outspoken. But she's kind of agonizing herself. She too. is, because where has she been the last 20 years? If this happened to her 20 years ago, why weren't you talking about yeah. it then? And she's been outspoken about some other things, too. Just like, uh, uh, what's her face uh, from Kentucky? Oh, uh, Judd Ashley. Yeah, Ashley, Ashley Judd. Judd. Uh, she, she's been so outspoken on other issues. Uh, where where you been? Where you been? It's a legitimate question. It, it uh, really is. I mean, this could bring down a lot of people in Hollywood. And it should. And it, absolutely, and it, it should. It's time. It's time to tear, that, tear down that facade. Uh, let's go to Mike in New York. Uh, hey, Mike, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. The Great Lakes were some of the 
worst waters ever. And now Mother Nature is cleaning itself up with the zebra mussels, and the lakes are really clean now. With the zebra mussels? I'm not familiar with zebra mussels. Are they they striped mussels that live in the lake? No, they were brought in by um, the ships coming in, delivering goods. Yeah. um, emptied their bilges in the lakes mm. and introduced these zebra mussels. I need to empty my bilge pretty soon. I haven't done <laughs> that in too. a while. And if there's so. extra zebra mussels around, man, I could take a couple of those too. <laughs> so it was going to destroy the lakes, and it's really cleaned them up. So what do they do? Yeah, they now, they eat the algae? What do they they? It's eating all the chemicals and everything yeah. out of the water. The, Has it really? That's the, interesting. I mean, it's also look look the Great Lakes and many, Thanks for the call, many Mike. of the rivers and the lakes in Michigan. Uh, we're also helped by uh, people realizing that uh, companies like General Motors and Ford probably shouldn't be dumping all that stuff in them. Very true. Uh, so, I mean, it, it was a little human action for sure to help them clean up. It wasn't just Mother Nature. Yes, that's right. Because I think the last straw for humanity was when Lake Erie yes. caught on fire I mean, all the time. And, I, and, I and talk, that's the famous yes. you know, story, the famous tale. But it actually did happen. Listen, I grew up in Saginaw, Michigan. And General Motors is General Motors and Grand Foundry and all those guys were dumping all kinds of crud yeah. into the Nobody Saginaw River. realized how stupid that was and, and how then bad that people was. realized, you know, the Saginaw River, that never freezes. I wonder how come that never freezes anymore. And then it was because <laughs> uh, I don't know. The chemicals. Yes. Wow. And so, you know, they decided, you know, hey, GM. Let's clean it up. Why don't you calm down on dumping those barrels of crud in the river, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, it was some human help. Now, the, the sure. bigger Great Lakes, I mean, yeah. I, but now the question is, what happens when we're overrun by your zebra mussels? You know, when man starts dumping stuff that's not supposed to be there. I think that's to happening. overcome other yeah. issues, mm-hmm. what happens when we're overcome by zebra mussels? I think that's happening here locally. I, I'm not being funny. I know that sounds funny, but No, but it's when they true. mutate right. and start eating Detroit, we're going to wish they didn't have <laughs> zebra, zebra mussels, mussels in there. When zebra start coming on shore just to eat <laughs> chemicals, we are doomed. We're going to have to call on Godzilla at that point to save us from the yes. zebra mussels. Thank you. This headline and says... you laugh uh, now, my friend. Headline. You're going to be zebra mussel and laughing out of the other side of your face. That's right. Headline reads, hello, zebra mussels. Goodbye, Texas lakes. Zebra mussels are yeah. a small, destructive, invasive species that can spread across Texas by hitching a ride on boats and trailers. They grow about one and a half inches, develop distinctive zebra-like shell. Uh, Way too see. much information that we yeah, don't Yeah, I'm trying I to find out here. But apparently it's care. killing. Texas. We're talking about the Great Lakes. Well, we don't care about Texas Apparently lakes. wherever they go, they mm. end up killing everything in Thank the lakes. Thank you. That's what, uh, well, there you and go. There we go. We got to stop the zebra mussel now. Do. I want a t-shirt that says that. Stop, stop the zebra mussel. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, also on the NFL right. front, a uh, new story breaking about how badly the NFL is doing in California. You know, there may have been a reason there was no <laughs> NFL team in Los Angeles for yeah. 20 years. I got two. There might have been a reason. Because <laughs> the people of Los Angeles don't care. They don't go. About football. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. They can't even fill the StubHub Center where the Chargers are playing temporarily before their $2 billion facility is built. They can, are they sharing it, that one? It, is this, the $2 is billion? The, yeah. I think the Rams and Chargers will together, play, right? both play yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, they're playing in a in a stadium that seats twenty seven thousand people, and they can't fill that. 
I mean, we have high school stadiums here in Texas that are doing 27,000. When the state playoffs happen and they play at uh, Reliant Stadium in yes. Houston or here or at here AT&T, AT&T Stadium yes. in Dallas, you'll get 60,000 yes. people for yes. a high school My game. My gosh, we were, I mean, Elvis was playing in the smaller class championships <clears throat> in Florida and they were getting 20,000. So, I mean, that's disgusting. With, with no problem. It, it's, it shows the absolute lack of interest in yes. Los Angeles oh for gosh. NFL football. Because it's not just the Chargers. You might say, well, it's the Chargers. They're having a terrible season. They haven't won a game. They've, they've um, tried to make that market work for how long? For all of those years. And the Rams. With the Rams and the, the Rams Raiders. are having a tough time. Yeah. They should have stayed in St. Louis. Now they're in L.A. They uh, want that market. The NFL thinks they want that market. But then they go there and they suck wind. And they're not supported. Uh, so you have the Chargers who were definitely, who were absolutely loved in San Diego. I yeah. know. Okay, yeah, so you know, didn't, that's a shame. Taxpayers didn't want to pay for your new stadium. That's another, Sorry. That's another example of the NFL uh, really showing they have no no respect for any of you. And they, or they've me. cut off their nose to spite their face. So wait now. a minute. Wait a minute. They don't sell out the games. And when you don't sell out the games, then you get a blackout in your local market and you can't watch them on TV. So, so they can't generate fans. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're no, It's bad. It's yeah. bad. Not only that, the 49ers aren't drawing anybody because they suck. So the 49ers stadiums are half half full. And on top of that, so are the Oakland Raiders. Every NFL team in Los Angeles. Well, nobody wants to go. Well, I they're mean, going to Vegas. Oakland, is suffering right Oak, now. Yeah, they're, Oakland's mm-hmm. going to Vegas, but Oakland. Yeah, but not until 2020. Is Oakland playing in Oakland now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody, who wants to go to Oakland? Well, uh, you would think Raiders <laughs> fans, they're doing really well. It's a uh, good no, team. Uh, no, Raiders fans are comfortable at home. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've been to Oakland lately, but you don't want not to go lately. to Oakland. Thank goodness, not uh, lately. You did not want to go to Oakland. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in a sec. Pat Gray only on the Blaze Radio Network. There's so much to be irritated about. <laughs> I mean, you, you said it. I don't even know it, where how to proceed. There, I'm just pissed off about so many things. Well, because you're the main driver of my irritation. Really? Why? I mean, What's up, man? Tell me about it. I want to know. Well, he's overweight. And that pisses yeah. you off? It does. Okay. Does. And I'm not even because part it, of the LGBTQIA community. No. And am I national? LGBTQIA I want to be added to the... Oh, somebody on Twitter, hetero, overweight. Well, somebody on Twitter at Pat Unleashed, uh-huh. uh, they they say it should be H A O for Jeffy, um, hetero, athletically overweight. overweight. Oh, you know what? Should, should I <laughs> That's adjust not a that? Bad, no, uh, no, shouldn't. No, no. We, not, we won't make no. that. I, look, I'm athletically overweight, but I want the I want the letters to. Oh, you a don't want two A's. Work. Oh, yeah, because yeah. then you'll have the two A's. Oh, and yeah. that's not going to work. I mean, LGBTQ. I want it to be. What about lowercase a? What if we just said I want H- it to be what, Pat? You want it to be ho at the end. No, I, oh. Mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, it does work out to that. Oh, that's true. I'm just going to leave that. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. Wow. Oh. oh. Okay. Nicole in Alabama. <laughs> You're on the blaze. Hey, Hi. Guys. Hey. 
Hey, um, so I was listening to you guys talk about the zebra mussels. I just had came in right at that time, and it was really interesting because I want to tell you what those zebra mussels did. I grew up in the Quad Cities. I'm a military spouse right now. We're stationed in Alabama, but I grew up in the Quad Cities uh-huh. on the border of Iowa. And my family I come from a long line of commercial clamors and fishermen. And what those zebra mussels did is they came down into the Quad Cities, into the Mississippi River, and got on the lips of all these clams and made them endangered and took out all of mm. the um, clamors' business. So now my father, my grandfather, uncles, and all of them were out of business after that. Oh, man. Really? The, yes. The zebra the- mussels drove your wow. father out of business. Yes, my, not just my father, grandfather, uncles. We came from a long sucks. line of them. That's how they supported our family by doing wow. the commercial fishing in the wintertime, and they clammed in the summertime. The clamming was the big money. Right. The fishing got them huh. through the, through the they, winter. Are they now? Have they now started a new business of killing zebra mussels? <laughs> <laughs> that would be good, right? No, they had to go to different trades. Uh, my dad ended up going into um, installing windows and went to construction, basically. Oh. Um, my grandpa basically just lives off of just the fish now. Um, lots of big income. Un- my uncle, same thing. But mm. it took a, lo- a lot of the, the whole Quad Cities, all the clamors got taken out of business. See, zebra mussels wow. killing America. Yep. They're responsible for a lot <laughs> of our, our unemployment, obviously. Right. Uh, thanks, Nicole. Well, that's, uh, that's we we are reading Thank that you, they Nicole. do have, there are some other consequences besides them Again, clean, cleaning I, I asked, uh, and that's why I asked the question, what are those consequences? Because it never fails when man gets involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that guy said, that Mother Nature is doing, is doing it. No, Mother Nature is not. Uh, man brought those in. Yeah. And, you know, now, because they did that with, they've done that with birds and other animals and other species around the country. Man gets involved and everything gets all screwed up. Just leave it alone. It's okay. Because animal species, some die. It's okay. That's part of the deal. It's another fun comment from uh, another fun ESPN host. Oh, boy. ESPN's got to come to their senses here. Don't they? They won't. Don't they have to eventually wake up and realize this is not what we want from you? I can't even imagine the, the liberals want this on ESPN. Do do they really? I don't know. Is this what you want? Uh, they got an ESPN host, and his name is, uh, see if I can find his name. Uh, you'd know him if you saw him. It's it's this guy. Do you know who he is? Is that Wilburn? Yeah. Yes. The black guy? Yeah. He's Wilburn. So he... Uh, Wilburn. <laughs> Will Baugh. Will Bon. Yeah. It's Will, Will Bon. What's his first name, though? Yes. It's killing me. What's his first name? Uh, Horatio Will Bon. <laughs> Wait, um, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> There's not a lot of Horatios oh, on TV it's, anymore. But. It's Butt Cheese Will Bon. Yeah. It's Butt Cheese Now, that Will one Bond. sounds familiar. You yeah. nailed it. Yep. Yeah, Butt Cheese. Um, <laughs> here was his quote, his brilliant quote. Butt Cheese Will Bon. Talking about, talking about Jerry Jones, who said, I want my players to stand or they're yes. not going to play. Uh, he said he wanted to honor the anthem, and it seemed like that was where he was going. But now it just seems like it was as phony as a $3 bill. And the word that comes to mind, get ready for it. Oh, here, here we, we go. go. And I don't care who doesn't like me using it. Starts with an R. Is plantation. Yep. Ugh. Starts with a P. They all want to think they're slaves. I got news for you. It has not even close uh, to being slaves. That's a nice how many, plantation. And by the way, if I'm gonna, the slaves. I'm, we need to do some research. 
on how many slaves made $15 million a year picking cotton. Wait, are you trying to get the numbers up? for you? Zero. No, I'm going to work on this, oh, and we're okay. going to have the answer Sorry. tomorrow. Wait, that's a nice TV inside that plantation, I'll tell you that. Jeez, Air-conditioned man. palace of Jerry's It's embarrassing. There. The slaves, the actual slaves... Would be embarrassed. Oh gosh! And be oh, they'd be furious. pissed. I mean, what be would furious. they be saying right now? Oh. I mean, that, 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 this that, needs to. It should anger black people. Yes, it just should yes, drive should. you out of your mind. Yes, it should. And you know what? Who cares? I'm really another thing with that is that you know what? Yeah. Oh, it's just about business. Yeah, yeah. The business that pays your paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is about business. If you lose all your customers, you've already pissed off a good dummies. part of your base. Yep. A good part, and, uh, and it's going to take a while to get them back. Baseball found that out when they when they went on their strike and thought they could baseball players they could do anything they wanted, and America was like, you know what, no. Uh, but Cheese Wilbon continued. <laughs> the players are here to. He's, this is what he's saying. Uh, the Jerry Jones mindset this is, is Butchie still talking? Butchie's still talking, okay. but as Jerry Jones. Gotcha. The players are here to serve me, and they will do what I want, no matter how much I pay them. They are not equal to me. That's what this says to me and to mine. Nope, he's the owner. That's you're a, right. But that's not what he's... He's not saying... No, he's not, but I mean, I'm just... That you're you, not equal to me because I ask you to stand for the national anthem so we don't piss off you, all our fans. You signed a contract I, to it's work. It's just unbelievable. I can't take it. Whenever you sign a contract for whatever job you do... Then you're supposed to do that job. If you don't want to do that job, and what that job asks of you, go find another job. That's what makes America great. How insulting is that? So wait a minute. I don't care if a black guy said it or not. It's still so insulting to blacks that you would say, you would compare NFL football players among the richest in the world. He's not alone in that, though. Plantation slaves. I know. But Cheese is not alone in that. He's not. I wonder if Butchies would be on board with uh, the guy getting fired for bringing watermelon or the lady for saying pretty that oh, we yeah. talked about earlier when you were in here, Jeff. He absolutely would. But, you know, don't stand for the pledge. Well, you can't let them go for that. He absolutely would. He'd be, he'd be against the, he'd be all for the guy getting fired for the watermelon for sure. You know, Glenn was suggesting that people stop watching ESPN, which is really tough. That's hard. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, it's not, I mean, but it sh- maybe it should happen. It is doable, but I mean, look, it, it, maybe is, it should happen. It's doable. Difficult. Yes. Like I, I'm not big on, you know, obviously we're not big on the whole boycott thing and we've talked about that a thousand times, but you know, when you, if you have a choice, let's say if you have a choice to, and I don't know if it's a good choice or not, but if it's rare because of the contracts, but if you have a choice to watch a game someplace else other than ESPN, why not make it? Oh, for sure. I would. Why not choose the other way? Right now, I would. Yes. And it's getting increasingly easier not to watch BYU games on ESPN. <laughs> Thank you. Why? <laughs> I mean, they did well, they air know, too late? or they, Am they I as excited them, as I was when the right. season started and they were 0-0 as I am now when they're 1-5? No, not quite. I not as excited. But the games are still on. I mean, yeah, they are on. Them. And there's going to be another one wanna... this weekend against mm. Mississippi State, which it's I wish... Be. Oof. That's gonna be you ugly. may want to boycott ESPN that night. That's ugly. All right, we'll <laughs> that see you night, tomorrow. That night. Pack Ray Unleashed on The Blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed on The Blaze Radio Network.